Have either of you um, watched the new Hellboy trailer? I have not. Shall we do a show and talk about it? Let's yeah, do, let's. let's. Let's do so. Welcome to Dangerously Unprepared. I am Simon, and joining me as ever are Kyrie. Hello! And Jack. Hello! And I pointed at them because we have video again. Uh, wow, you, Jack, your, your camera like really deals with motion a lot better than mine does. <laughs> Wave! <laughs> I'm telling you it will be lighting and frame rate is what that will be. Yeah. <laughs> your, your room is dim, I can yeah, tell. but this way I remain pretty. Okay. Oh, it's so pretty. You're, you're pretty in any lighting, you know that. That is absolutely not the case. <laughs> you can't just go on the internet and tell lies. There's, I, I can, I do it all the time. There is a police force against that sort of thing, and I will... I will well, they dob- have yet to catch up with me. I will dob you in, sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> so the year is almost over. Almost. And it is time Thank for God. us to do one of our yearly wrap-up shows. Which is going to be interesting this year because I, I've, I've not seen or played anything. I've been really boring this year, so I've got nothing Boo! to add. Boo to you down there! there. Boo, boo I, to me! Yeah, yeah, I am directly below you. Yes. Hey. Uh, <laughs> boo to me! <laughs> so hopefully you will carry me a bit more. But just before we came on air, Jack asked a question to which, unfortunately, my answer is no. No. Oh. Tell I us asked- about it. I asked, her, have either of you seen the new Hellboy trailer that got dropped? No. Like, in the last hour. And no, all I've seen of the new Hellboy is uh, the, like, makeup tests that they released ages ago. That's literally mm. all I've seen. Mm. So the makeup test where he just looks exactly the same as, like, the Ron Perlman. Yeah, it's very one. similar, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, which no. makes sense, because they made up Ron Perlman to look like Hellboy. And they made up whoever it is this time to I forget look the name like of the Hellboy. Guy. He, he is he is good actor man, but I can't that remember guy his name. From Stranger Things. That that is always what I call him. Yes, yes. I know he's yes. I know he's been in other things as well. He's been in a lot. Yeah, but I, I couldn't tell you. Unfortunately, like he was in Stranger Things and wasn't Winona Ryder, so I don't remember what his name is. <laughs> That's fair. That is entirely fair. But um, yeah, Hellboy has a pretty distinctive look. So mm. if you make someone up to look like Hellboy and they have the physique to pull off Hellboy, they're going to look pretty similar. Yeah, makes I mean, sense. I watched the trailer. It made me laugh, like through, okay. actual, through comedy moments, not just because it was ter- like it was terrible <laughs> or anything. It made you um, laugh intentionally. Intentionally, my God, impressive. Mm. I haven't seen a trailer do that in years. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's very, very much you know. If you know Hellboy, you they've done a good job this time. Cool. Not that, not that the last two were bad. No, they were very good films, and I mm. really wanted to see a third one from Gilmero. Mm. That would have been awesome. But this this seems to be a different take. Seems to be more like the comics. Okay. So it's got some characters in it who weren't in the last two movies, mm. who who are more major players. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see the full movie when it comes out next year. Okay, and f- just April? to answer a question that's come up in the chat room, I have set Twitch to attempt low latency mode. 
which can cause buffering problems. So that might be me. Sorry. Boo! If it continues to be a problem, I will turn that off. Uh, but low latency when it works means that the delay between the chat room and the broadcast is a lot shorter. So it's it's helpful for interaction. But I, maybe it's causing more problems than it's solving, in which case I will disable that for the next stream. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh, spaghettios. Uh, if we've got the um, transcoding option available, you might want to drop the settings down um, to a lower resolution. That should help. And yeah, I don't know why, but our notifications haven't been going out when we've started streaming lately. Is that my so fault? I'm, I'm annoyed. I don't think it's your fault. Okay, good. I think it might be Twitch's fault. Boo! I don't know which direction to yell at Twitch in. So oh, I tweeted boo. manually this time, uh, which hopefully some people will have seen. I did get the notification from the Twitch app, but not the Twitter <laughs> notification. Anyway, this is not podcast. Yeah, it is. We're it all is. talking. We I have mean, microphones. Is, right? We're being it's recorded. Not the topic of the podcast. No. Oh yeah, because we always have a topic. Well, we do this time. We actually do for once. Oh, all right. How yeah, dare fair you? Point. How dare I? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Because uh, yeah, you you are going to tell us what you've uh, made of the year because my year's been I've nothing nothing I've seen and played nothing. It's awful. I saw a video game once. I saw a video game once. <laughs> well, I mean, it's. I remember saying this last year as well. I've just played Overwatch all year. <laughs> I've, so, I've played I've played one game that came out this year, and you know what? I fell through the floor and my horse exploded. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, that's kind of where I am with Red Dead Two as well. Yeah. Right. So, so do we want to talk games. about films first or games first? Should we talk about games because it'll be really quick? Okay, okay, I've, I've got some games to talk about. Oh, okay. Not a huge number, but I've got some games to talk about. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. You, you mentioned it. Let's talk about that one. It is the only game that came out this year that I've played. I Really? Yeah. That seems unlikely, but okay. Seriously, name another game that came out this year. I have not played it. Uh, <laughs> games that you might have played. Um, you, mm, you might be right. Yeah. You might be right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you might actually have a point on this one. I have played Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, oh, oh shit, I told a horrible lie. I played two games that came out this year because I bought two games on release day. Because I bought Red Dead Redemption 2 and yes. I bought Detroit Become Human. Yes, you did play Detroit Become Human, yeah? I did, I bought that on release day. this year. Yeah. So... so Shut up me, I guess. Shut up you, I guess. How did you <laughs> find it? Which one? Well, either of them. Talk about well, one, my, then the other. Well, uh, my horse fell through the floor and exploded, <laughs> so that covers Detroit. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. That's pretty <laughs> um, much right, yeah. I, I've, I've enjoyed both games. They both have their, their problem. God, this is the most boneless fucking review of anything <laughs> ever. Is, like, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, like I, I'm really enjoying the single-player campaign of Red Dead Redemption 2, even though it's really, really slow. I'm really enjoying the multiplayer mode of Red Dead Redemption 2, even though things fall through the floor <laughs> and you just get shot by randomers. I have not gone back to the multiplayer once uh, yeah. since that night. Uh, the single player campaign I am really enjoying. It is slow, but that it comes across very much as a conscious choice. Yes. like They want it to be an unhurried story, a leisurely tale, which I appreciate. I really like that. Like, Games are typically building pressure, even in 
the most bizarre ways. You know, they, they try and keep this sense of urgency. And I always go to Mass Effect on this one, where it's like, imminent danger, but be careful. If you pursue the imminent danger, you won't be able to go on all the dates. So you better make sure you do everything else before you pursue the imminent danger. What you're doing there is you're describing a perfect facsimile of high school life. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the dates are the imminent danger. Uh, that's true. Um, but Red Dead really doesn't have that sense of imminent threat. It very much is a take your time, tell the story, Get we're by in a bear. no rush. Um, and I like that, but the result of that is I feel absolutely no pressure to go back and finish it. Like, I will play it on and off, as and when, but there's there's no part of me that goes, I must see what happens next, because it, <laughs> it'll happen eventually. <laughs> we all die eventually, Mr. <laughs> Arth, Mr. Morgan. Um, uh, it's true. Yeah, uh, but Detroit Become Human I also enjoyed, despite its... Many problems. Many problems. Like it's an enjoy it's it's not necessarily a great game. It's very enjoyable. Yeah, um, I mean we've definitely talked about it. Yeah, we've already given our review of it, which is just like this. I like this game and I feel dirty because of that. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't think it's good, but I do like it. Yeah. Yeah. That is Detroit Become Human. That is I'll play it. I'ma play it again. That is Quantic Dream Games. I'm I'm thinking of playing it for the stream, but like deliberately fucking up a bunch of the QuickTime events. Sounds like it could be fun. Because they're, they're, they're good when they go wrong. Mal Malfunctioning this like, Connor playthrough. <laughs> is, this, is this like the uh, is it Heavy Rain one when you're running through a fish market? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now there's um, one of my favourites is a foot chase where Connor is chasing a guy down and has to like dodge all these obstacles and stuff. And if you just get them all wrong, it's it's some of the best physical comedy in gaming. Isn't that the one chasing Kara with the cars? Yes. Yes, when he's chasing Kara uh, across the highway. You do it, and I'll overlay yakby sacks on the top of it. <laughs> Good plan. I like the sound of that. Uh, so those are your two. Those are the got... only two games that came out this year that I has played. <laughs> I've played a couple more than that. Um, I played Battletech when that came Ooh. out, back towards the beginning of the year, which I really, really like. Um, I have a lot of time for that. That's Hairbrain Schemes, the same guys who did the Shadowrun games mm. and they've done a, a pretty loyal conversion of the battletech miniatures game into a video game uh again it's a game that's been criticized as being slow paced um but i'm okay with that here as well and there's a lot of room for an improvement uh for not improvement expansion like they mm. they haven't even done um clans yet so there's there's a bunch they could do with more mechs more tech uh, it's, yeah, it's turn-based It's a bit XCOM with giant robots. So it's that kind of, um, turn-based, give your orders, cover-based, but the scale is a lot larger. Very large. I liked it. Giant mech-sized, in fact. Giant mech-sized. That is exactly right. Although some of the most dangerous things in it are very small. The elementals? No, they're not actually in it, but some <gasps> of the, like, um tank-based launcher platforms are ah. actually really pretty deadly in that because uh, the long-range missiles, OP. Super OP in that game. Because <laughs> cool. uh, a long-range missile hit takes away your stability. Ah. And, and unlike the tabletop game, there's no sort of cap to how much stability you can lose in a single turn. 
Oh. So you can get knocked down super easy by tiny little tanks with long-range missile launchers on. And or one with, a, one with a broom handle just putting it between the legs and just... <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you, big metal fuck. I, I have Vampire, which came out this year. I haven't started it yet. Oh, I never actually picked it up because I just... I heard really... Not like massively overwhelmingly negative things. Just people mm-hmm. going, oh, this was... Very disappointing. Yeah, that is, that's why I've not played it. I picked yeah. it up, and then I heard many of the same things. And rather than seeing for myself, because I already own it, I've mm. just been like, I'll just play some more Overwatch. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think one of the reasons is like, it, you have all these moral choices, but it does not matter, sort of the ones yeah, you make. Yeah. And also that if you, you have the option to, like, drink the blood of your allies, mm. like the, the allied NPCs, but it, it, it gives you a buff, but it kills them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you get all the negatives from that. But, like, you can drink... As, a, as an attack, you can drink the blood of an enemy. And mm-hmm. I'm like, so you don't get buffs for doing that? No. Why? Because <laughs> the game is not great. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Which I will probably be picking up now. You should. Yeah, It is I a should. very, very good game. Yes. Uh, Last DLCs due out. Anytime now. Yeah. Looking back over the year, I'd say it's probably my game of the year. I cannot think of a game that came out this year I've enjoyed more. I, I went to the cinema twice this last weekend, just gone, and in front of both films was a trailer for Spider-Man the game. I thought new DLC was out and that's what they were advertising, but no, they're still just advertising the, the standard the cool game. game. Yeah. 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 Um, and there is DLC as well. There is the Black Cat mm. DLC, which uh, I need to get around to playing uh, yeah. because I really like what they did with Black Cat in the game. I like Black Cat as a character, and I really like the game. So mm. these are three good reasons to go and... It's a whole um, Hammerhead Mafia story. Mm. Huh. Cool. And see, Windsor asks, is it better than the film? And it's like, which film? Because <laughs> we've had a couple of Spider-Man films lately. Do you mean Spider-Man Homecoming 3. or Spider-Verse? Because uh, I can't comment on Spider-Verse. I've not seen it yet. I have. I intend to. Mm, I um, want to. I'd put it kind of on par with Homecoming. It's hard to compare them directly because one's a game and one's a movie. Yeah. But it's it's it, easy to see the Spider-Man of the video game as being an older, more experienced version of the Homecoming Peter Parker. Yeah, right. you, very much, you could very much see this Peter being... Yeah, yeah, the gr- like you said, the grown-up version. Yes, because this is set like eight years into his career as Spider-Man. So yeah. you can see this being a, an older, more experienced Tom Holland Spider-Man, for sure. It feels like it fits in that universe. It doesn't. Like, there are very clear and distinct reasons why it doesn't, but mm. it, thematically, it kind of feels a good fit. I am I am very much, since, since Homecoming and carrying on from there, I've become something of a, a, a Renaissance Spider-Fan again, <laughs> so... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Homecoming kicked up my appreciation of Spider-Man again as well. It's it's done that for a lot of people, I think. Mm. But that was last year, wasn't it? Homecoming, uh, well, Homecoming yeah. yes, yes, yeah, it was. So. It, was in my, it was in my top movies of last year. Yeah, and should he have was been. featured. He was featured as a movie that came out this year. <laughs> oh God, yeah, that's definitely not being in my top top movies of this year. That's fair. Mm. Uh, probably will be in mine because it's one of the very few I've seen. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Woo! Default! Default! <laughs> Default victories are the best victories. Mm. Um, obviously, Pokemon Let's Go. Uh, we've talked about that. I've streamed a bit of that. 
Mm-hmm. I've played that. That's really good. It continues to be really good. I've just picked up Smash. So oh. technically I've played Smash this year. <laughs> I mean, really, all I've been doing is the one-stock suicide um, repetitive character unlocking technique. Uh, oh, I haven't actually played the, the game the, properly yet. Is that the 20 back minutes of running day. back and forth, is it? Uh, no, no, no. What it is is... Um, so you start with like eight characters unlocked. The classic eight. The classic eight. Minus Ness. Mm-hmm. Uh, minus Kirby. And every so often, in massive air quotes, a challenger approaches, and you get a um, one-stock battle against them uh, to try and unlock them. It's, it's every ten minutes. No, it's not. That's the point. That's what I was about to come on to. Hmm. Uh, because if you quit the game immediately after that battle, right, and then relaunch the game, it will be after your first match. Huh. And then if you quit after that one and relaunch, it will be after your first match. It's meant to be every 10 minutes, and if you keep playing, it will be every 10 minutes. But if you quit immediately and relaunch, it's after your first match. So if you have a one-stock match and you commit yeah. suicide immediately, you yeah. literally just restart the game, skip the intro, go to the menu, select smash, select one-stock, select um, random stage, select your fighter, commit suicide, unlock a new character. Huh. Repeat. It's a lot quicker than waiting every ten minutes, <laughs> um, but it's it's tedious. It's very tedious. <laughs> uh, if you have two or more switches, can they play against each other in Smash? If only one person has Smash, probably not. I don't know. Haven't tried it, but I imagine everyone needs to own a copy. Yeah. Um, see, I was about to say, like back in my day. Back in my day of melee, you had to like beat through uh, single player mode in order to uh, c- collect uh, your characters. You couldn't just you can like still do fail. It that way. You can still do it that way. Yeah. So there is a classic mode where each of the eight characters has a series of battles heading into a boss fight, and after that, you will get uh, each of the eight has a pool of characters associated with them that you can get a random unlock for. There is also the World of Light, which is like the storyline-based mode, and you'll unlock characters as you go through that as well. Yeah, and if you, you, you unlock, unlock them, every character that way. Yeah, if you unlock them in World of Light, they are available in Classic Smash mode. Mm. Uh, if you unlock them in Classic Smash mode, they are not yet available in World of Light until you unlock them in World of Light. No, because it's a story, isn't it? Yeah, so. so World of Light, if you play through it, you'll unlock everyone, but it takes a really long time. Yeah, you can let like 40, 60 hours. Yeah. Whereas Damn. if you do the one stock suicide method, you can unlock them a lot quicker. Fair so I've unlocked a bunch of characters, nowhere near all of them because there's over 70 this year. Yeah. But uh, a bunch of them. them. Yes, I just can I've just redeemed my DLC code for the piranha plant today. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I uh I like I said, I've just been playing melee again recently. Um I have yet to unlock my main. I haven't yet to unlock Slammendorf. <laughs> um, but I, I found to my horror that I'm a lot better with Peach than I remember being. I'm better so. with Pikachu than I remember being, but that's probably yeah. because Kaylee trained me by, by <laughs> kicking my ass with Pikachu a lot. So I know a lot. The of, little yellow rat yeah, bastard. the little electric rat bastard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I used to yell. But yes, I'm enjoying uh, Smash a lot. Um <laughs> I think those are the only two I've got on the Fridge UK. Thank you very much for the subscription. Very much appreciated. Hey, hey Fridge! 
Uh, I think those are the only two Switch games from this year that I've played, and I'm struggling to think of any others I know on any other the, platform. Out of the three of us, I think Jack is the only one that has played the, ga- the quote-unquote game of the year. Oh, well, one game of the year. God of War, I believe. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, I've not played it. Yep. Boy. Boy. I would like Boy. to, and I mean, if it goes on discount over Christmas, I'll probably pick it up because I've heard a lot of good things about it, including the fact that it got Game of the Year. Yeah. So I would definitely yes, like C- to. Yes, Seawinzer, what is your Pokemon question? Oh, yes, you have a Pokemon expert right here. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't call myself an expert. I was not but, pointing yeah. at you. Oh. <laughs> just looking through the list of games to see if there are any others that came out this year that I've played I, I oh Hitman 2 I played that it's good it's more oh, Hitman. I've Hitman I've got Hitman 1 now um, Fallout 76 I have not played <laughs> and probably no. oh yes the, the, the ongoing controversy behind that has been amazing yep. and I, I know it's a demo I know it's a demo but I'm going to count it Sprite to mention it in the chat room Delta Rune Yes, you did. Yeah, play Toby that this Fox's year. new yeah. one, which is, and it looks like it's going to make Undertale look like brightness, sweetness, and light. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, my heart hurts just from having played it. Uh, the, the demo. Oh, and I guess the new WWE yeah. game, because I play that every year, and it's, uh, it's much like it was last year, except with more utter nonsense. Oh, hey, Jay, you look different. Do you get a haircut? <laughs> Look closer. <laughs> oh yeah, you're the biggest man in the world now, and you made a solid goal. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the kind of nonsense we're talking about. I, I've just done the bit where um, uh, Bray Wyatt gasses you in the locker room and drags you to his compound to fight a zombie version of Triple H. Okay. Yeah, that's that happened. I'm uh, okay with this. And now Matt Hardy is threatening to take me to the multiverse to train me. Oh God! <laughs> don't just just say no. Just say no. I don't say think that's no. an option. But yes. Take his hand away. So the question was: What exactly has Pikachu got on Ash? He is the only one who doesn't go in the ball. Pikachu doesn't like going in the ball. The he rest of them like just it. suck it up. The the reason he doesn't go in the ball uh, as of now, uh, up to date, is the fact that he doesn't have, have a Pokeball anymore. I mean, it has been a while. He's probably lost it. It's been at least 20 years. He broke it in half. Oh, damn. Ash broke it in half and gave gave the other half to Gary. As a... Uh, at one point, they... they as they an engagement gift. They made up sort of thing. Mm, and okay. uh, he gave it as a memento. It's kind of a shitty memento, I'm not going to lie. Half uh, a Pokeball. Here's, here's half a Pokeball the, that I never used. There, 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 there was some meaning behind it. I'm sure there probably was. It was yeah. a terrible meaning. Boo! But, but Pikachu was just had. He just didn't like being in Pokeballs. Much within, like within the, show, the some, partner Pokemon in Let's Go. Yeah. Yeah. Within, also, do you want the show? He's not the only one that has happened to. Do, do you do you lot. do you want the Watsonian answer though? What's that? Pikachu is the mascot, and you need to like have more eyes on the mascot. Therefore, he needs to be out in public eye. More often, yeah. rather yeah. than yeah, sealed away in a pocket. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's why <laughs> money. Yeah, no, it's not a sexy time thing. Not it's always not a sexy time thing. 
But, you know, some of those nights get cold. That's what you want a Snorlax for. Yes. He pulls. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably the worst thing I've said regarding Pokemon. (laughs) I do apologise. We've seen how you ride one, you know. Oh, Surviving Mars came out this year. I've played that too. Did you survive Mars? Uh, Yes. Yes, I did. Surviving Mars is a uh, colony building simulator from Paradox. Oh, sweet. It's it's pretty cute. I liked it. There is a stream of it on the Twitch channel if you want to go back and look at it, and I think it made it to YouTube as well. I may very well do. Also, I recently discovered that a friend of mine, who I have been friends with for a very, very long time, has been working at Paradox for the last two years. Oh, sweet. Or a year and a half or something. Hmm. Yeah, and I had had no idea. Do you know what team? Uh, I I know she works in, like, quality control or quality assurance or something like that. Nice. But she keeps talking about, like, what life is like in Sweden and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, cool, she moved to Sweden recently. And then just notices the thing going, oh, she works at Parrot. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sweet. Well, that sounds yeah. like a good gig. They seem like good employers, to be honest. They certainly do. I, I had to resist the urge to be just like, so have you seen any vampire writers just <laughs> lurking around? <laughs> there, there. But yeah, that's. I think that's it for me in video games this year. Oh. Right. Like I said, it's a fairly tragically short list. Let's see. January. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Sell it, everyone. Jack's a <laughs> nerd. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I played Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth Hacker's Memory, which is a Digimon RPG for PS4. Okay. And it was like a. I thought it was a sequel to one that had already come out, but it turned out to be like a parallel story. Yeah. Which was, which was cool. Uh, I played Iconoclasts, which is a Metroidvania style game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty much it for January. Uh, I hate that you break this down by months. <laughs> I, it's, I had to, because I turned out I played a lot more than I thought I did. Don't think I played uh, anything. These are just games that were released this year. This year, yeah. You're the only one of us with a child to feed. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is my how I wind down. Oh, to be clear, like, I've bought a shit ton more games than I just listed. I spent more money oh, on no, games yeah. than I just listed. They just weren't released this year. What you actually played, yeah. <laughs> uh, Far Cry 5. And in March, and Nino Kuni 2. We've already done a whole episode about that. Yeah, one. we have. And your copy of it is sitting in my living room because I haven't got around to playing it yet. No, I didn't play that one. <laughs> Just going through the list going, nope, nope, yeah. nope. Ooh, yep, that one. Yep. Yes, no, yes, no. <laughs> April, God of War. Game of the my year, God. apparently. Of- my God, that game, fantastic. Found out the sequel is going to be longer, bigger. Yes, more boy, more <laughs> boy. Will, will the boy be longer and bigger? Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> hey, you know, with everything that's going on in the world right now, with with Tumblr falling apart at the seams, I don't, I don't want you just ruining our podcast like this. I meant in height. I'm sure you did, <laughs> and good, maybe. <laughs> Um, South Park Fractured Butthole came out on the Switch, but I didn't play it on that one. 
Oh, if we're counting games that have had a release this year on another platform, <laughs> then fuck, let's go all the way back to Bayonetta, because... <laughs> no, let's not. No. Let's never go back to Bayonetta. Bayonetta is I mean, good. Bayonetta is in Smash. She is. I'm have to main her when fighting you, Kerry, just to... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, it's okay. I'm just going to go to my happy place. <laughs> well, you can't hurt me. <laughs> Does your happy place involve hitting Bayonetta with a PK Thunder? Uh, there, no, there is no, there is no Bayonetta in my happy place. <laughs> How uh, could it possibly be a happy place then? My, my happy place doesn't have to involve like violence against things I don't like. It just involves <laughs> things I do like, and lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> I played uh, Pokemon's Quest on the Switch when that came out. Oh, was that the uh, free-to-play one? Yeah. I downloaded it. Right. never got around to playing it. It's okay. Bit different. Um, it's more like a dungeon crawler than your than any traditional Pokemon game. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's cartoony. It, it, it's a it's uh, a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> it has Pokemon it, it, in it, it. It's certainly a thing. Uh, God, so many games. I'm just trying to. As to which ones I actually played on which. Hmm. Uh, Dead Cells. I played that. It was a Metroidvania road-like game where you play a science, like an experiment on a bunch of cells that can take over a dead body. Okay. And then you have to make your way through this randomly, you know, uh, procedurally generated Metrovania style map where it can give you Dark Souls a run, run for its money. <laughs> it is not an easy game. I always fear... I, uh, procedurally generated is such a buzzword now, and it's mm. one that gets coupled with Metroidvania a lot, and the yeah. two together scare me, because Metroidvania works <laughs> because it's very well laid out and designed, and procedural generation works because it's random. So yeah. the two together makes me go, mm, I'm not sure that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, it does work. It is a, it is a fun game. Mm. You know, it's one of those, uh, no, I made it so far, let's start all over again. <laughs> no, type situations, but yeah. Uh, I played Donut County. I haven't yet, and I really want to. It's great fun. It looks at fuck. The fuck is Donut you County? You play a whole. Uh, I was waiting for you that. You play as a whole. I was hoping that you said a whole. What? You, a hole. you play a hole. A whole you hole. Play, a whole hole. You you oh. play a hole in the ground, yep. and the whole idea is just drop stuff into yourself. And as that you, is just my life anyway. <laughs> it's like it's like Katamari. I was going to say, think of the kind of concept of Katamari in that it's this really weirdly stylized world that exists just for a puzzle. Um, mm. But it's very cute. Uh, it's it's weird as hell. I want to play it. Essentially, you are controlled by a raccoon. Yes. Wait. Well, hang on. You just sort of you explained the concept to me in a way that I enjoyed, and then you went and also you're controlled by a raccoon. Yes. It's You've a... oversaturated it with gimmicks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great fun little puzzle game. It's not. It's not immensely long. It, you know, I said the story is not exactly the 
the best written game of the year, but it's yeah. fun. Sprite has it right. It says that it, it's on their uh, Steam Winter Sale list. It's on mine. Yeah. It's, it's one I'm going to pick up in the sale. Oh, Far Cry 5 came out this year. Fucking hell, I played that. Yeah, I said that. It was, it was another Far Cry game. Yeah, yep. it definitely was another Far Cry yep. game. I'm intrigued to see the new spin-off one that's coming out next year. Yes, will it be as announced. spin? Uh, will it be as spun off as Blood Dragon was? Uh, probably it not. Sets, but it, or primal. It's seventeen years after Far Cry Five. Yes, it's post-apocalyptic in the same in the same location. Yeah, no, no spoilers for Far Cry Five, but it's a post-apocalyptic game. Mm. <laughs> I think we talked ah. about the ending of Far Cry Five on the podcast before, so. I was not there for that uh, episode. But yeah, it looks yeah. really... It looks like Horizon, but without the robots. It's very colourful. Very Well, yeah, a more colourful version of Horizon without the robots. Hmm. It's, I'm, uh, I'm all here for colourful post-apocalypses. Yes, they, they do seem to have actually got that. It's like, it's not grey, it's all graffiti and flowers. It's uh, It cool. looks like my aesthetic for post-apocalypse. Yeah, Lego Marvel came out last year. <laughs> came out last September, sweetie. I'm sure they got a Lego game out this year. Lego Avengers Didn't they do the villains three. one this year? It was a DC villains this yeah. year. Yeah, I haven't played it. And they had, the Mr. And they had the Incredibles this year as well. I like the idea of the villains one because I really like the idea of using Lego blocks to build your own villain. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> that's quite cool. a fun concept. Uh, I... Uh, Played Dragon Quest Eleven, and that came out in September, which is another you know another in the long line of Dragon Quest. Too Quests. many Dragon Quests. There's a lot <laughs> Eleven of, of them. It's really good. This is this is probably one of the best ones I've played in a long, long time. Oh, that's good. And uh, on, it's on the on the PS4. It looks beautiful. And then Spider Man's Spider Man was good. Oh, the Spider Man's. Yep, we have talked about it at length on this show. There mm, are episodes if you want have. to go back. <laughs> and then I think after that, it was only Pokemon. Let's go. E- Let's go Eevee, specifically. Ah, that's the same one I have, yes. Because mm-hmm. uh, anything else I wanted to get, I Christmas was coming. So yeah. there, there are games on my list that came out this mm. year that I want to play and haven't yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, Spyro, you want to get? Yep. Uh, does that re- does that really count as coming out this coming year? It's coming out this year. But like, it's it's Spyro one, two, and three. <laughs> yes. Yes, but it's also beautiful. The Hex is one I want to get. Sprite put me onto that one. A new game from the Pony Island developer. Ah. Uh, very sounds very much my thing. I need to get Mega Man Eleven and the Fist of North Star Lost Paradise. As well, oh the like the Yakuza game that's Fist of the North Star, the North Star made by the Yakuza guys, starring the voice actors of the Yak- of the Yakuza characters. Also, technically, Yakuza Zero on the PC came out this year, so I've played that. Oh, I played that. Yes, <laughs> oh, mind you, I was playing it on the PlayStation last year, so I uh, don't know how much that counts. You got further on the PC. Than I have got further on the PC than the PlayStation. That mm. is true, much further. But I, I then did run into the it. It's uh, like a Roach Motel, the club management mini game, because I'm yes. still playing that because I haven't <laughs> I haven't hundred percented my club management mini game yet, so I haven't continued with the storyline at all. 
It really is yeah. my roach motel. I'm like, this is so adorable. But there are other <laughs> things I need to do. But no, this is so adorable. I'm going to keep doing this. I need to get you know, the Dream Daddy Dad Rector's cut. Mm. As well. What else was there? I'm I'm sure I must have played something more, but I haven't. Oh, Return of the Obra Dinn is also on my um, Christmas list. My yes, winter sale list, as, as it were. Is that like the two-bit game? Yes. That's yeah, the one. I remember... Yeah. I remember someone playing the alpha of that like a couple of years back. Maybe not even like two or so years back, like a little alpha demo mm. of it. And so that's a really cool concept. And I saw it come out on Steam, and when it came out, it was like a full game price. Yeah, that's why like, it's on my Whoa! sale list. Uh, <laughs> like, it's a cool concept, but it's not a full game price concept. What's this one? Uh, Return of the Obra Dinn. It's. Um, hmm. It's like, it looks. Uh, the best way to describe it is like, it's a mystery set on a ghost ship. Oh, okay. Um, from the best, the, the, the roughest general terms from what I've seen from the alpha demo. Yeah. Um, but it's a two-bit game, like the original Game Boy. Oh. So your colors are dark green and or black. darker green. Well, yeah, that too. Um, yeah. And basically you have the ability to see events surrounding the moment of a death. Uh, okay. So you have to sort of piece together the story based on what you can find out from everyone who died. Huh. Uh, it's an interesting one. Yeah, sounds it's it. definitely yeah. up my alley. It's my kind of thing. Uh, so that's on my list. I mean, looking on to next year, there are so many games. Oh, yeah, there are games coming out next year. So In many theory. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Will there be a next year? Oh, shit, you're right, yeah. Like, I Honestly, every year since 2016 has really felt like, a, oh, thank fuck, that year is over, and then every year it's gotten worse. Yeah, um, it's like oh, although, we got one up last year. Come on, guys! Next next year we are getting the Resident Evil Two remake. Yes, we are getting uh, Dead or Alive Six. We'll we'll see if that's worth waiting for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> after what uh, they did with Dead or Alive Five, I'm really not. Involved. Yeah, I'm just not waiting for it. We've got uh, Skull and Bones, which is the Ubisoft game from basically like it's the, the team that did all the, the naval combat from uh, Black Flag. Oh, they're doing a pirate game. Uh, they're just doing a pirate game, but it's set in the East Indies. So it's all like um, the meeting of like European pirates and um, uh, the sort of the Chinese Navy and stuff like okay. that. Okay, right. so for all from those people I've who seen. played Black Flag and went, you know what would be fun if you could just have like the pirating bit? It's, it's yeah, it's a pirate simulator. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm up for that. Um, so it's all climbing about in the rigging and trying to get the drop on people and stuff like that. Uh, we've got a new Total War game next year. Yes, we do. Total War Three Kingdoms. Yeah. So we get the romance of the Three Kingdoms, but like in a grand strategy game that will be affordable, um, which will be nice. Shenmue 3. I mean... Silence. <laughs> yeah. I mean... like It's been too long. I, it's been too long for me to be excited. I know one person oh. that's pre-ordered it. Wow. I didn't even know you could pre-order it yet. Yeah. Well, maybe I will. I am very much going to wait on, on the on the reviews for that one. Yeah. Sinking City. That's that one I showed you. Yes. Yeah, yes. it is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It looks interesting. I'll be interested mm. to see more. The one I'm really waiting on, and they haven't confirmed a release date yet, but I'm hoping it will be next year, is the Untitled Goose Game. So what now? Untitled Goose Game. Oh, is this the one where you're an asshole goose? Yes, oh, the, the, cat, the yeah. slogan of it is, yes. it is a lovely day in the village and you are a terrible goose. 
A horrible <laughs> yes. goose, sorry. Uh, and yeah, you I play as a goose, and you can move in any direction, honk, spread your wings threateningly, <laughs> and grab things in your beak. And you'll have an objective of ways in which you have to ruin people's days. Uh, so the, the demo level that they keep showing off is messing with a gardener, and you have to steal his hat. Um, right. There's The big objective for it is called Picnic, or is it Picnic in the Lake? And you have to steal a blanket, a carrot, a potato, a, a thermos, I think. But it's, it's a bunch of things, and throw them in the lake. Uh, it, it's just yeah. It's you are a horrible goose. So you have to like steal the key off his belt, uh, which you can do either by stealth or by intimidation, by honking and thre uh, threatening him with your wings. It looks amazing, and it's all done in this hyper stylized, cartoony way. I love it. You look horrified, oh. Kyrie. I'm. I am very, very horrified, but also horrified because I just found that there is a fucking um. A, a remake slash update release for Catherine. Yes, coming out yes, next there year. Is. Yes, with, with the with the third Catherine added to it. Yes, which Catherine with a Q. Is it with a Q? Because I think she's just listed as Rin. Is is Catherine? Catherine. <laughs> what a horrible concept or mm. horrible spelling. Uh, although mostly it's just what I can find about it is it's not coming out in the West. It's just a Japan only release. Also something about transphobia. Yeah, I, I read uh, a little bit about that as well. I, yeah. I I'm not going to read too much into it, but like I, the, I hated the first the first Catherine game. Yeah, I, never, just, I never played Catherine first time round, so yeah. I mean, on my list to look at for next year, I've got New Super Mario Brothers U on the Switch, uh, the re the 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 remaster of Onimusha. Oh uh, shit! Yes, that's coming out next year. Mm. Ooh, I did love again. No more heroes. I did love Onimusha back in the day, back mm. in the PlayStation Two day. I'm pretty sure this household's going to get Kingdom Hearts free to some extent. I need to play Kingdom Hearts Two. Yeah. Crackdown Three is finally going to be released next year, and uh, well, be interesting so to see say. how well that does. Yeah, <laughs> they've got a date for it now. Dates yeah. can slip. <laughs> that's true. Uh, jump Force I want to get the, the, the new Shonen Jump fighting game oh god that thing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one looks, that looks so nonsense it looks great and I'm not saying that in a bad way at all I'm saying no. it's a good nonsense and it's it got definitely a, looks like a nonsense though and it's got um, create your own jump character thing to oh, it god. So. <laughs> he's a ninja pirate death god card game the latest, fighter from space the latest trailer was like the story mode trailer and you see them make a whole bunch of different characters and it's like <laughs> yes I want that to just be the review on the back of it it's just Jack going <laughs> one thing that's coming out so, next year that I'll probably regret but will almost certainly play is Anthem hmm. oh yeah that yeah the next Bioware that, game I thought that got cancelled no oh, no okay. I I Wait, I, might I was wait. about to break an NDA. There was recently a closed alpha <laughs> gameplay test of it. Um, Do you know anyone that was on it? I couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> right, cool, cool, just checking, just checking. Uh, but definitely not cancelled. Um, so I'm, I'm going to play it, and I'm probably going to be sad, because it's... there's. 
probably not obviously having any knowledge of the game apart from what's been shown in videos and such uh there's enough of a bioware feel to it that i'll probably have some nostalgic oh and there's enough deviation from the model of a bioware game that i'll go hmm Oh. Uh, for example, speculating wildly, um, <laughs> of course, Bioware aren't a multiplayer developer. Like they, they've had the multiplayer modes in the last Dragon Age game and the last Mass Effect game, and they were just skirmish shooter things, um, horde mode type stuff. Um, so to do a like full mission based co op system is a different feeling thing. So it's entirely plausible that the multiplayer will be the most viable way to play it because it's stacked with bonuses for XP and stuff to encourage you to play with your friends, but utterly feel like you're playing a single player game. It's just there also happen to be some other people in the area also generally doing a similar thing uh, and not okay. really feeling like it's a cohesive experience at all. Uh, ah. So in a narrative based game, that idea that you're one of many rather than the star is never a great idea. Uh, mm. So, I, I don't think it will feel enough like a Bioware game to be satisfying, but I feel like it will feel enough like a Bioware game to lure a lot of Bioware fans into playing it. I'm not really all that first, which is fair. I There's think was, a lot of people who yeah, won't be. Um, which yeah. it, what's what's really got me though is is Dragon Age Four question yes, mark. Yes, it's been like, teased. Yeah, like it it's potentially going to happen. Yep. Like it's it's being thought about and. They have an idea of what it would be about. Yes. And development that's, has that's, started. Yeah, so that's better than what we had before, which was just... Uh... Also, I don't know if it'll be next year, but coming soon, of course, Battletoads. Wait, what? Yes. Battletoads. What? Are yeah, you... new Battletoads. What? Yeah, they're making a Battletoads game. For the what? Xbox. But... What? Yeah, new Battletoads. It got teased at E3. What? Why? <laughs> what? Why not? Why not? But, but in why? This, in this day and age where, you know, we have the sadistic people who love to torment themselves when they play games like Dark yeah, Souls. Yeah, we've got games that literally advertise that themselves kind of as prepared to die. So yeah, it's time for another Battletoads. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you might be right on that. Yeah. Oh, it's it's shit. been done by Rare. So... It's being done by the right guys, yeah. so... I mean, they've had... They were in... Uh, added to Killer Instinct as a character, as a DLC character. They were, and... yeah. Yeah, but everyone was added to Killer Instinct, no, Killer Instinct as a DLC <laughs> character. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They had one character you could play as, and then you could add all the rest of the roster in as DLC. Yeah. See also fucking Dead or Alive. Yeah. But yeah, so that would be interesting to see any more about that coming out. Uh, looking forward uh, Devil May Cry 5 I'm a big Devil May Cry fan and I played the demo that was released on the Xbox uh, this I'm, week I'm interested but like I'm, I'm a bit worried that they've they just uh, they tried to do something different with DMC hmm. well, this and is... now they've gone uh, no just, we'll go straight to a, a sequel to the last one we did before that and, like, I, I always worry I really, when I see a I like same. the concept of DMC yeah I really like I I, I I have, yeah, I've got DMC, and it was really quite good. Yes, it was different to I, what 
to Devil May Cry of the past, but yeah, I liked it as a as a concept. It was a very very British concept take <laughs> on on the Japanese <laughs> yeah. Devil May Cry games. Like the, the the villains and all that are you know the media and the sort of the like the concept of being constantly watched and that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I always worry when like a developer makes like uh the the, the game goes in a sort of new tangent where like, we're going to try new things. Like and then the next game is okay. Let's go back to the old thing. Like oh, that. I mean, it can get into an alternating pattern. Like look at what Nintendo are doing with Pokemon right now. So mm. you know they did Sun the, and Moon. The new core game this year. Now they're yeah. doing Let's Go. The next game is going to be a core game again, and then they'll probably do another Let's Go. Where's my Pokemon ah, well, Stadium Three? The theory behind where's the my releases? Pokemon Snap Two? Yeah. Oh yeah. The theory behind the releases is in Let's Go when you fight Sabrina, she mentions that you. She won't see another trainer like you for three years. Mm, mm. Now, a development cycle is to go the way people assume it's going to Two go. Two to three years. Yeah, so we'll get Core Game 2019. Yep. We'll finally get the Diamond and Pearl remake 2020. Yep. And then we'll get Let's Go Two. Gold and Silver. Yeah. In 2021. That makes sense. Yeah. But honestly, the Switch is the most perfect platform for another Pokemon Snap game. Get the fuck on it. I'm f- I'm, I'm pretty sure they're aware. <laughs> they're not doing anything about it. No. I mean, oh last- my god, Pokemon Snapchat. You could like add filters and shit. It would be amazing. <laughs> well, they have been playing around with doing mobile stuff. That would be an even more perfect platform. Pokemon yeah. Snapchat would literally be the thing. <laughs> I mean, Christ, that you've already got people wandering around playing it, playing Pokemon Go, yeah. so yeah. Mm, turn it into a, a, a camera function instead, and yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, there's a new Toe Jam and Earl game coming out? Uh, remake, or is it a remake? Oh, okay. Like the Spyro remaster. All right. Toe Jam and Earl! I fucking loved Toe Jam and Earl as a I child, had, and then I, I grew up and looked back at it and went, wow, this is... Hmm, I'm not sure what to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's then, uh, cool, Daddy O. Yeah. And a sequel to The Division. I what played now? the first The Division. Tom Clancy's was, The Division. It was I. Okay, bad spongy but... gunplay in a depressing version of East Coast America. Yeah. So East Coast America. Yeah, more so. <laughs> wow. Mm. Wow. Yeah. It's Damn. it's not a great game. Like is this is this the one where like someone blows up the concept of money on Black Friday? That's right, yeah, yeah. By mm. literally tainting the money, so money is poison on Black Friday, right? So everyone, well, all the money, as much as they can get hold of, yeah. Isn't most of that tied up in you know digital form? No, no, that's right. It depends whether you mean money as a concept or money as in currency, because they do it to yeah. the physical notes. Which are moving around a lot on Black Friday. I guess, but I mean, has any of us seen physical currency <laughs> in the last two, three years? It's not a I know great I game, to be honest. Okay. But also, like, uh, contactless and stuff is less popular in the States. Mm. Oh, okay. We are yeah. ahead of them in terms of it's our a, point of sales yeah. terminals and things. It's, ah, it's they tra- like the people on their, their yeah. notes, though, don't they? It's still very much a new technology for them. Uh, <laughs> Those yeah. strange travellers from a distant <laughs> land. So that's video oh, games, pretty much. Just been reminded because uh, 
there is it's coming out getting a uh, ultra deluxe edition next year. Okay. Uh, have, have any of you got your Stanley Parable four year wait? Whether <laughs> no, I fucking haven't because I played it again a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to wait another three years. <laughs> I should probably play that game. I mean, you can get it by changing your clock. Yeah, they're, but to do it. But I want to get it legit, and that's yeah. going to take me probably another three years at this point, unless I break and play it again within the next three hey, years. Sprite, I got it. Woo! <laughs> I should play that game. You should. It's still really fun. Uh, it's very it, interesting. Probably. Yeah. There's a lot going on in it, and there will be even more going on in it when they do the Ultra Deluxe Edition. So yeah, so next year, lots of games. Yeah. So many games. Cyberpunk 2077. Well, that has not had an announced release date. Next year. Mm, I'm kind no, of betting 2020 still. I reckon so. It's going to take that little, to, to make it that good it's gonna i'd rather it take the longer and also it would just tie in so nicely with the original cyberpunk 2020 like mm. that was the original game so it makes sense, in 2020 yeah. in the real 2020 outcome cyberpunk 2077 just makes sense to me it does make sense i'm not gonna yeah. complain if it's out next year no. so look forward to us talking about games again yes Maybe Simon will I play some. I might even play some next year. Or, to be honest, <laughs> well, say that, I've played Overwatch played... all day today. <laughs> Saying that, you, play, you still played more new releases than Kyrie did. That's true. Yeah. And, th- to be honest, like, what I've played this week, I've got time off work, my day's my own, and what have I chosen to do with it? Sims 4. <laughs> <laughs> City Skylines. You going... Yep. Euro Truck Simulator. And Overwatch. <laughs> Those are all jobs. That's a good day. I, well, it's a good couple of days, yeah. Because uh, Get Famous came out on Sims 4. I'm thinking of streaming that one because it's quite funny, but it's a little bit glitchy. But it's, it's in true Sims fashion, a complete over-the-top weird version of what it's trying to be. I quite enjoy it. And in, in Get Famous, of course, you make movies. Movies that came out in 2018, then. <laughs> The movies! That was a game! It didn't come out this year. Oh, but it could. <laughs> um, uh, never mind. Movies! They came out this year. Yeah. I um, saw Black Panther, I saw Deadpool, I saw The Avengers. That's it. You can't make a list that's just Marvel. I, I can, though, because that is all I've seen. <laughs> I can, and I have, and I did. I'm not proud of it. I'm not pleased with it, but that's my list. Yeah. Jack? Uh, my movie year did start with Black Panther, but I have seen more, fil- did see more films than that. <laughs> uh, what did I see? So Black Panther... Da, 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 da. I mean, I can give you the list of movies I, I thought I should go and see that and then never got round to. It's a long <laughs> list. Uh, <laughs> it's too eerie to see Sherlock Gnomes. Sherlock uh, what? Sherlock, Sherlock Gnomes. Gnome. That's a thing the that came out. To, the I'm not going to judge you because you were taking your child to go and see a film that she probably wanted to see. Do you so know what? I want you to know I'm not. You can judge judge me if you don't you want are. to be judged, you can stop talking. Or you can continue no. with your defence of Sherlock Holmes. Um, do you know what? I, 
they released what? Romeo and Juliet. Did they? I have to admit yes. that one passed me by. Some time back, yeah. And yeah, I had that reaction to it. And then sat down with Evie to watch it and it's not a terrible film. Oh shit, I've just realised I did see a movie that wasn't from Marvel. What's that? It's not going to make me feel any better about myself. Yeah. What's that, Simon? I saw Ready Player One. Oh, <laughs> Why would you do that? You, you know, like when you have a scab, yeah. you should leave it alone. Yeah, but you don't, don't leave it alone. It, it That's just... what Ready Player One was. <laughs> that was me picking at a scab. And wow. much like picking at a scab, I do regret it. <laughs> But there was a weird sense of satisfaction as I tore that scab off. It's not oh. awful. Like, oh, I mean, it is awful. But it's actually better than the book. <laughs> That's not hard. Well, I see. I saw... Uh, the film is I, honest about what it is, is what I'm saying. Like, the book thinks it's being clever. The film is like, let's just buy a l- bunch of franchises and throw them together in a CGI fest. And as I did talk about on a previous episode, their redoing of The Shining was actually very, very clever. <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. okay. Uh, and I don't feel I better just... about myself for having <laughs> added that to my list. <laughs> uh, I am I including also... Netflix movies to rent. I haven't seen any of those. <clears throat> oh yeah, Netflix exists. Yeah, they did yeah. a bunch of originals this year. Because I was sitting here bemoaning the fact I'd only seen like three Marvel films. And Jack yeah. was like, oh, don't forget Netflix originals. And I was like, oh yeah. And I found out Netflix originals released 2018. And I went, nope. <laughs> 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 I've seen a bunch of TV, but I, I, oh, yeah. I didn't see yeah. any of the movies. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point, actually. Annihilation was this... Was Annihilation this year? Yeah, it was this year. Fuck! I've seen Didn't more see films it. than I thought I had. You would probably either love and or hate that film. <laughs> okay, yeah, that seems fair. I don't know if that tempts me to go and see it or not. It's it's um, lady, a team of lady scientists travel to like a point where the laws of reality start to break down to fight like the entropy of existence. The heat death of the universe. Uh, right. It's... Body horror, but also I, I, you know what? I can't. It's weird. It's fucking weird. Super fucking weird. The, the impression I got from everything I saw about Annihilation was: is it trying to do a kind of sci-fi version of The Descent? What's The Descent? Oh, um, all woman caver team. Hmm. Possibly. Uh, yeah. It's um the one where the cover is a skull formed of human bodies with lava behind them, and um. The iconic, the iconic Tomb Raider scene. moment of Lara yeah. emerging from the lake that's full of blood uh, is a direct homage to the descent. Ah, cool. But I like. Uh, I I don't know if I'd include it necessarily on like my top movies of the year, but I was like, I saw that, and that was that was interesting. I guess it's got um people in it. It does. It's. I mean, it it's uh, Natalie Portman stars, doesn't she? And it's like Jennifer yes. Jason Leigh and Tessa Thompson and Oscar Isaac's in it. I think he is. Yeah. Yes, very in a very very subdued role. In that he is subdued for most of the film. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, that came out. That was that was a good film. Yep. I guess. Yeah. That, that was. Yeah. Um. Black Panther. I saw and like I. It was it was good. I again wouldn't necessarily put it in my top list. I, I would because it's one of the few I've seen. 
Yeah, I, I yeah. really enjoyed Black Panther. I thought it was excellent. I thought it was yeah. one of the better Marvel movies. Yes, that's that's going to be my thing. It's one of the better Marvel films, but I feel like that is a hill that is now like. <laughs> not as weighted as it once yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of Marvel movies that aren't that strong now. We, we used to, we used to be able to say, well, at least it's not Iron Man two, <laughs> uh, and now like we forget about Iron Man two. Well, actually, and, I go back and go, Iron Man two wasn't that bad compared in to comparison what's, to what's come say out, yeah. Avengers one or two or three. <laughs> oh yeah, Avengers three that happened this year. Oh. me, me and Lex are starting to go back through the old movies again. I quite liked the Avengers movie this year. But it wasn't. It wasn't as bad. Like, it wasn't as bad a film as Age of Ultron. It did exactly what it promised to do. Yeah, but the the villain was a lot weaker than Age of Ultron as well. So swings and roundabouts. Exactly what it promised to do. What it promised to do was cross over everyone and give us the Infinity Gauntlet, and it did both of those things. Yep. That that's all I was wanting from it. That's all I got from it. That it did. And it's given it given them an excuse to bring in Carol and make her the ultimate badass next year. And that's yeah. fine by me. Uh I wanna see that movie be good. I really want to see that movie be good. I, I saw, saw um Oh no, you go ahead, sorry. I saw uh possibly maybe my film my my film for top film of the year. Mm-hmm. Rampage. Again, that was one that I was like, <laughs> I might go and check that out, and never got around to. It looks like it big really, dumb fun. It's big dumb. It is big dumb fun. Mm. It's great. Me, Kaylee, and I went to see it, and we loved it. We went. We went in with low expectations, <laughs> and <laughs> funny a that great time. I mean, it's a rock movie, so yeah. You know, it's you take what you can, you take what you get. I will say this for Dwayne: I mm-hmm. have never seen a film of his that I hated. No. I've enjoyed pretty much every film I've seen him in. He is... That's spoken like someone who didn't see... Hang on, let me Too think. Fair. That was Vin Diesel. Yeah. Um, no, that was Vin Diesel. Oh, you're Fuss- right! Yeah, you are right. Shit! Central Intelligence. I haven't seen Central Intelligence. Not seen that. There we go. Mm. But I have seen Jumanji, and uh, I haven't seen Rampage, so I can't compare them, but Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle is a fucking good movie. I have not seen Jumanji. It's yeah, a really, really good to. movie. Uh, what, else? what else did I see this year? Did you see A Quiet Place? This year? Which is a very good movie. Uh, Netflix, uh, I saw Next Gen. I watched that with Evie. It was pretty good. Either of you see Pacific Rim Uprising? No. No. I didn't want to that one either. I wanted no. to see it, but I haven't didn't see I, it. I, I assumed it would be linked in some way to Pacific Rim 1, so I gave it a very <laughs> wide berth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. Uh, it, it, oh, dear. Oh, but, you know what else I saw today that really made me sad? Not What's today, that? but like in recent memory, as in, in the, over the weekend when I went and saw films. John. I saw the trailer for Godzilla King of Monsters. Mm. Oh, I've seen that trailer. And they added one small thing to it that really disappointed oh, no, me. What? What's that? There's a two after Godzilla. So it's Godzilla 2, King of the Monsters, which now reminds me that Godzilla, Godzilla happened. happened. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh shit, well, pff, maybe I'll go and see this now. Like, they went from 
take my money to, I guess maybe I'll catch this on a plane just by pointing out that it's a sequel to that piece of shit film. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to go see Hotel Artemis, but I never got around to seeing that either. I'm I'm not going to bother asking if people have seen like the horror films that came out this year. <laughs> well, I, I was wondering which ones you have seen. Like I was scrolling through and I saw Quiet Place turn up and I was like, oh, did Kyrie go and see that one? I, I did see A Quiet Place. I was a bit disappointed with it, but then I realised the reason I was disappointed with it was because like the um, the payoff and the climax of the horror movie is incredibly disappointing and really just kind of stupid. Um, but that is just part of the course for pretty much every horror film made in the last 20 years is like, let's build up the tension. Let's do something really interesting. Let's pick a really cool concept and play with that a little bit and really sort of, you know, mess with what is scary by the standards of a movie and mm. what an audience will find scary. And then at the end of it, just go boogity, boogity, boogity and have uh, silly CGI monsters or someone in a rubber mask going a booger, booger, booger. Um, it fell into that trap, unfortunately. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool up until that point with a lot of, a lot of cringe horror. Um, like, the, mo- the moment you have a, like, a camera focus on a loose nail sticking up out of a stair on the oh. way down to a cellar, and you're like, oh, no, 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 I'm out. <laughs> um, I did see, however, um, when I was in Bruges earlier this year, over the summer. You saw in Bruges? Uh, I, no, I have seen In Bruges, but when I was <laughs> in Bruges, oh, yeah, man. Uh, I saw the film Hereditary. In Bruges. I saw Hereditary in Bruges. <laughs> God damn it. Um, which is... Uh, um, that is an upsetting movie. Okay. Um, like, the trailer really made me think it was going to be something that it wasn't. Um, the trailer made me think one character was going to be the main sort of focus of the storyline. Uh, and then she gets very brutally decapitated mm. at a certain point quite early on in the film. Huh. And maybe just go, oh, uh, um, huh. And then the film goes in a very different direction. And yeah, it's, um, ooh, I'm I'm still on the fence as to whether it's like a film that is doing that horrible trope of uh, people with uh, schizophrenia are dangerous. Right. Or whether, or whether the focus of the film is on the horror of not knowing what you, whether you, what you see is real and all that sort of stuff. Gotcha. Right. Whether the focus is from the outside or from the inside. Like, and I'm like, it could honestly go either way. They don't really do enough. And I'll to, be honest, if, if, it's, if it's hard to tell... It's then, possibly the former, well, yeah. Death of the Author leads you to conclude it is that for some people yes and, yeah, and that okay, is the that, problem um yeah and that's probably the more common interpretation from the yeah. audience and that's problematic in and of itself like if it's not clearly a different story then it's that story for a lot of people that's that is actually yeah that's a good way of looking yeah. at it and yeah so like it, it's inter- it would be interesting to look at um not if you're not a big fan of horror <laughs> <laughs> that probably would go without yeah. saying um but yeah, like it was, it was definitely interesting and definitely creepy. Cool. And it's got Gabriel Byrne in it. He was pretty cool. On a very different tone, uh, another film I never did get round to seeing was uh, Solo. Nope. I never saw it. Nope. nope. Like nope. everyone else in the world, I didn't see it. <laughs> Which is a shame, actually, because it's, um, it's not terrible. 
But yeah. I'll watch it when it comes to TV or Netflix or wherever it ends up. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to watch it when I found out that like a whole bunch of uh, fanboys were boycotting it for some something or other. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, that yeah. was my reaction to it as well. And then I just didn't get around to it. I got hugely downvoted on Reddit because someone was like, the only reason people aren't watching Solo is because they thought The Force Awakens was terrible. And I was like, I love Force Awakens. I'm not seeing Solo because Solo looks bad. Uh, <laughs> I got downvoted to hell and back. It was like, oh my god, you're all wow. really angry about this, aren't you? You wow. children. All I know is that Stacy, my friend Stacy's son, fucking loved The Force Awakens, and guess what? He's the fucking target audience. Yep. <laughs> I I hated Force Awakens, and I am absolutely not the 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 target audience. But uh, yeah, I didn't go and see Solo because Solo didn't look very good. Although I have heard good things about the robot. The dance? No, the character in the movie. Oh. There is a robot character in the movie who was apparently good. Ah. Uh, okay. I saw Ant Man and the Wasp. I didn't. I I'm not. That's I not, not even on my. I didn't get round to it list. That was not even on my list. It was really uh, good. I really liked it. I was rewatching The Hobbit recently, and I was like, I wonder what Evangeline Lilly is up to these days. <laughs> She's the Wasp. She's the Wasp. I forgot about that. Mm. She's really good. I uh, did see Deadpool too, though. I saw that. I did see my favorite non-Marvel superhero movie this year, though. Oh, and what was that? Teen Titans go to the movies. Ah, yes. Which is really good. <laughs> it's better than people think. It's much better than people think. I, that I show is severely I, underrated. That, it is. I, I will agree, but like, I feel like I have to apologize every time I say that. Just like, yeah, I, I, I enjoy Teen Titans Go, but man, the dirty looks I get when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Don't. It's, we it's, all, it's, I like it. Yeah. Simon likes it. Yeah. I get the body language equivalent of downvoting on Reddit whenever I say <laughs> that. So, you know. <laughs> Brilliant. I didn't get around to seeing Jurassic World. No. Fallen Kingdom. Oh, Fucking. No. Oh, but I'm Jesus. bringing it up because oh. I know Kyrie did and I want to see that reaction. <laughs> oh, Christ on a fucking bendy bus. <laughs> oh. Not oh. going to make your top list then. Oh, that is without a doubt my worst film of the year. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. I didn't know it was that low it down was in your estimation. That bad. I mean, admittedly, I didn't see a lot of films this year that I didn't like. Because if I saw a, if I saw a film that was like, I probably won't enjoy that, I didn't watch it. It seems like a good way to treat things. Yeah. Um one that got mentioned earlier, like it was made and was supposed to and it got released in America at like the tail end of last year, but it didn't mm. come out until January this year, which was Molly's game. Mm. Um, okay. Which is very, very good, very interesting, and not not normally the sort of film I would have gone and watched uh, based on the trailer. Um, but yeah, a very sort of interesting look at. Uh, you know what? I just, just if you if I suddenly just lost all my words. Then <laughs> come back to me. I'm I'm just having a brain fart. Well, oh. on the topic of the horror movies, did you see Slenderman? No, no. I did not. Nor did I see Halloween as well. I noticed that was in the chat and I forgot, I didn't respond because I was looking at other things. Um, but like, I did not see Halloween. I heard mixed things, which was better than the nothing but bad I was expecting of a, <laughs> of like a return to a franchise. Yeah. I generally don't like it when films go, much like we were talking about with Devil May Cry. I don't like it when films in a franchise go, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to ignore 
this film and this film and this film and this film. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, isn't Halloween the one that basically says Halloween Two was the last Halloween movie? I think it might even replace Halloween Two. It might be a sequel to just Halloween. Oh, okay. I could be I could be very very wrong on that. I, but I knew it cut out most of the films. Yeah. The point is, it basically just went. Uh, let's remove films from the 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 canon because they're not widely liked. And I'm like, ah, that's. Yeah, like, I, See, I don't, I don't have know a how problem that... with that because I'm not that precious about canon. Yeah, well, it's not. It's not that I'm precious about canon. It's more just like the fact of like I just don't like this necessarily. This whole thing. Let's just pretend this didn't happen. Mm. And I'm like, well, come on, work, work with it because somewhere out there, there's going to be a, a small number of people for whom Jaws 3D is their favourite Jaws film. And they can still watch it, is my yes, point. Like, absolutely. All yeah. of the like, Halloween films are still there. This is just yeah. an alternate history version. That is, I, it's, yeah. To me, it's like how The Walking Dead TV show... I don't like either the TV show or the comic, but I do like that they tell different stories yeah. because, as the author says, I've already told that story. Yeah. It'd be really interesting to take the same characters in the same situation and then tell a different story. Halloween's just doing that. And I'm like, yeah. that's valid. I'm totally down with that. It can massively backfire on you, though, when you start oh, yeah, going. Sure. I, I, I would point to um, Superman Returns. Yeah. When they went, all right, don't worry, we got this. Like, let's just pretend nothing happened after Superman Two. This is going to be the and it fucking flopped. <laughs> like, well, might as well have just carried comic on. Comic book comic book fans are second only to Star Wars fans in being <laughs> precious little baby creatures about their beloved canon. Um, and but they even, can even, all shut up. Even with my assumption that someone out there likes Jaws 3D, I can't imagine that Superman <laughs> 3 or 4 were anyone's favourite <laughs> Superman films. I kind of, like, no, I'm not even going to try and joke about that. No. I don't think I can. Canon Superman. is a joke <laughs> made up by Sherlock Holmes fans. She's not wrong. I'm just going to come on screen, even though I've not got any makeup on or anything. And that's Sorry, I've, I've done, I've done much the same for the whole episode. Oh, yeah, look. She's, she's not wrong. Do... Like, canon is a specialist subject here. Canon, until the early 20th century, canon only referred to what books in the Bible are quote-unquote true. <laughs> canon, as it resolved to fandom, is a joke that Sherlock Holmes fans made up in order to try and, you know, it, to, it's a joke about how Arthur Conan Doyle fucking hated them <laughs> and hated Sherlock Holmes so, and just didn't care about it so much. And how much. Watson's wife had three different names. Watson's wife had three <laughs> different way, names. At one point, he was married. Then he or was, was he a married widower. at three points? Then he was married to a woman with the same name again. These were in direct. <laughs> then he was married to a woman with a different. It was all this shit. With, he, with no intervening moments to explain the changes. He has multiple different middle names, depending on what Arthur Conan Doyle felt like, what yep. side he limps on is entirely. All that kind of shit. So, canon is a joke that Sherlock Holmes fans made up. Based on the arbitrary way in which the church decided on apocrypha and true books from the Bible, they were like, oh yes, the canon of Sherlock Holmes. Um, and that's where canon comes from, and that's how much it means. <laughs> Zoe and I both feel quite strongly about this. Her feel, more than me. I feel uh, like there are going to be like a hundred Star Wars fans just <laughs> looming in the distance. Yep. Internal consistency is one thing. <laughs> Internal consistency and 
basic fucking world building. I don't need you to go full Tolkien. That's unnecessary. <laughs> you never go full Tolkien. And basic world building is one thing and is very important. Canon is a fucking <laughs> joke. As I said, Zoe feels more strongly on this than I do, but I do agree with absolutely some, every opinion some, she just expressed. Someone give that girl a <laughs> microphone to drop. <laughs> Don't drop this microphone, it's quite expensive. <laughs> Sea uh, Winds has brought up Love, Simon. Like that is probably the top of my list of films I meant to watch and didn't get around to. So that is on my list of films to catch up with. Uh, did anyone see Black Klansman? No, Sprite did. I didn't see it. It's oh, again I, I, on my list of. Yeah, I should go and see that, and then I didn't. I saw the trailer for it, and then I was like, "Where do I know about this story from?" As in, like, where do I, where have I heard about this this incident before? And I looked at, oh, it was a cracked article that I read years and years ago, like huh. uh, about about this whole thing that went down about uh, a black police officer, like sort of going undercover as a member of the KKK. Um, it's yeah, like fast. I would have loved to have watched that. Um, I just, it just one of those things where like it came out and I was doing something and then it was gone like a week later over here. I wanted to go see the Happy Time Murders. Because puppets, why not? Because <laughs> yeah, everyone loves puppets. I'm hoping to pretty much double my movies seen whilst I'm on break from work. Uh, yeah, before the end of the year, because there's there's a bunch of movies in the cinema now that I want to see. Mm. Yeah, I, I intend wanna, to I see Spider Verse. Do it. I intend to see Aquaman. Do it. I intend to see uh, Ralph Wrecks the Internet. These are all films I want to see. <laughs> and the kind of part of me sort of wants to go and see Girl in the Spider Web. Um, oh, because I've read the book. Hmm. And when I was reading the book, and for those who, who are not aware, The Girl in the Spider's Web is the fourth book in the Millennium Trilogy. Uh, the trilogy, of course, was written by Stieg Larsson. Um, this is the, the Elizabeth Salander books, um, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, uh, Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's Nest. So um, the, word, the word trilogy has a very different meaning in Sweden, apparently. <laughs> no, 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 because uh, it, it's accurate in that Stieg Larsson wrote the Millennium Trilogy. Right. Uh, but there is a new author who has taken on the character of Lisbeth Salander and is writing Lisbeth ah. Salander books, that I don't count them, and I don't think they count them as part of the Millennium Trilogy, but they realised that Scandilit was super popular and um, they could make money off it, so they released more Scandilit books. Uh, and when I was reading it, I honestly thought, do you know what, this feels like they've decided that because there was a Hollywood movie of um, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, and it did reasonably well, if they write it as more Hollywoody, mm. if they write it like a movie with more sort of action set pieces and more dramatic kind of um, cinematic backstory for Lisbeth, then it will do well as a movie. Uh. Uh, and I'm not surprised to see it got picked up as a movie, even though Hollywood haven't made the second and third stories of the trilogy as movies. Um, so I kind of want to go and see it just out of a sense of curiosity to see how it works out. And if I go and see all of those, I will have doubled my list of movies seen in 2018 <laughs> in the last month. Do you have any interest in seeing uh, Bumblebee? I, I didn't. I do want to see Bumblebee. I didn't. And then I did. 
Yeah, uh, because same. all of the reviews have been surprisingly positive. Mm. I I basically was like, oh, well, I'm a Transformers film. I'm not that big a Transformers fan. I keep pointing out to people, I'm not that big a Transformers fan. And then mm. I realized I have favorite Transformers. And then I realized maybe <laughs> I am a fan. Yeah, if you're um, in the list of people who have favorite Transformers and they're not like Optimus Prime, then yeah. you're probably a Transformers fan. That, and that even if it is Optimus Prime, you might be. That was what sealed it for me is when I said I have a fa- you know, I actually have a favorite Transformer. Therefore, it's probably, I have several like favorite Transformers. Yep. yep. Maybe I am a fan, but maybe, maybe not. Other people do. And then someone was guessing who it was. And they was like, was it, is it this person? Is it this person? Is it, is it this person? And I, was, and I was like, to all their, like, their, their guesses, like, why would I have an Autobot in my fave? Oh my <laughs> God. Like, I only like Decepticons. I really am a fucking shitty fan. Is it Starscream? No, no, is no. It's Soundwave. Soundwave. It's Soundwave. Okay. Um, second guess. And, and that is what, that is what sold it for me was watching the trailer and being like, I recognize that robot. Yes. <laughs> I recognize that robot. That is Soundwave. His <laughs> chest opened up and Ravage came out. Yeah, yeah, proper oh Soundwave, not the Transformers movie Soundwave. They've got the proper sound, uh, sound effect yeah. and everything. They've gone with OG designs. Uh, yeah. Like, so it is something I kind of do want to go and see. And also John yeah. Cena. Yeah. It looks, <laughs> it's like an 80s adventure movie. Yeah. Like you get with a Spielberg done with type. 2018 budgets. Yeah. And uh, what? Yes. I'll go with yeah, that. If absolutely. I have to have, if I have to have like human characters in a Transformers movie, <laughs> make it an 80s adventure movie. Yes. <laughs> I, I completely on board with that. So that is on the list of films I want to go and see as well. Uh, Mortal Engines is not. What, right. I saw, I, I haven't seen trailers about. for it, <laughs> but I have seen very big posters at the Birmingham uh, Cineworld. Uh, basically, Mortal Engines is jumping on the bandwagon of film adaptations of popular young adult um, fiction. Right. Um, but too late, uh, and too late in multiple ways, in that I feel like that wave peaked with The Hunger Games and like Maze Runner and Divergent and stuff kind of were the tail end of it. Mm. So they're too late in that sense. Also, it's steampunk, and that never peaked in the cinema. <laughs> so mm. you're either too early or too late, but you've missed the window, I think, on that one. They're going to make their um, own window. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, the books are apparently not terrible and have interesting sort of anti-colonial messages and stuff. Um, the concept of it is, and I find this utterly fucking ridiculous, is it's about primarily um, London with wheels on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's, roams around the country eating other cities. As I say, is it cities eating cities? Yes. It? It's, it's, co- it's called municipal Darwinism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a play about this back at uni. It's very fallen London nonsense. It's, it's kind of, yeah. It, if it was fallen London level nonsense with fallen London level humor about itself, it might be really good, but it takes itself seriously and therefore it's just nonsense. I, f- I forget, Simon, were you were you there when I had this conversation with Cody about what would happen if the cities of the UK rose up and had to fight Fuck each yes. other? <laughs> <laughs> and, and he was just talking and he went on this massive 
just rants about Glasgow yep. just standing up and getting into a fight with Liverpool because yeah. Liverpool was looking at Inverness. Yes. And it's like, <laughs> you leave my sister and alone. Inverness was the, the adorable sister. And then he started describing the anthropomorphized relations of all of the different cities of Scotland. And Glasgow like stabbed Liverpool. And so Edinburgh gets a phone call yep. in the middle of the night to go and get Glasgow out of prison, uh, out of the jail. It's like, done now? oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> It's like, oh, Christ. So like, like, and then you've got like Big Papa Aberdeen with his stick. Big Papa Aberdeen with his stick. I was trying to remember which one had the stick. And Dundee, Dundee was just Aberdeen sitting in the corner licking coal and, and just demanding that he be taken seriously as a city. Fuck, I do remember that conversation. <laughs> I feel wow. like that's just what Mortal Engines is. Yeah, wow. kind of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that would be better than Mortal Engines, I suspect, that film. Shit, that takes me back. Yeah, I yeah. was there for that conversation. I had completely forgotten it. Good but, times. Uh, suddenly, I remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> Creed two. Yes, I, again, I'm going to more than double my list because yeah, I want to see that one too. After our last episode, I mean, I wanted to see it anyway, sort of, but now I definitely do. Good. I'm. I'm I didn't know whether you'd seen it in between the last episode, but. See my previous episode, my previous thoughts on the last episode with the Creed reference making. Yes, I'm hoping to have seen that one by the time this episode is released. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I saw Mission Impossible 4. Fallout. Oh god, yeah, that happened. It wasn't 4, it was Fallout. I don't know why I said 4. There's been at least 12 films. (laughs) That was not on the list of movies I meant to go and see. But the seventh movie, isn't it? Do you like the Mission Impossible movies? If so, you'll probably like this i like one of them i didn't hate it but like it's got ving rames he's pretty cool ving rames is pretty cool i'll give you that i I will give you that as a statement of fact that i will not contest (laughs) ving rames is cool that's my little review on the bottom of that i i think you you'll find you worded it pretty cool i guess Uh, which is perfect for a film poster yes Got enough weasel words in there that I can get out of it in case Ving Rames does something really objectionable in the next couple of years. <laughs> I can't say anything nice about any famous person. Not definitively, they, no. Not definitively, because they might turn out to be terrible. I'm fairly confident that Ving Rames is alright, though. Fairly confident. Fairly confident. No evidence yeah. to the contrary has emerged to our knowledge. Absolutely. Right. Should I watch Venom? Yes. Should I Very. watch Venom? <laughs> yes. <laughs> interestingly hesitant yes there mm. for me. Okay. I, I would thoroughly recommend everyone goes and watches Venom. I'm, I'm going to watch it a, just for Tom Hardy. It I was saw, again yes. on the list of films Ooh, I meant to I've go seen, and see. I've seen one clip from a part in the movie that made me go, okay, maybe I should see this movie. What clip and was it's, this? It's when he's been separated. Yeah. And he's in the he's in their lab. And I don't know which one the guy has, and he. But his his line is, is "Oh my god, you've got one up your butt too." Oh yeah, like the, the it's oh fucking what's his name? Um, that they, they've I don't know if it's a one they've made up for the movie. Uh, Ravage, I think his name is. Maybe, I think it's yeah. a symbiote they made made up for the movie. Doesn't um, ring a bell with me. Yeah, no. but it's like kind of a silvery gray yeah. color. Um, so I watched that clip, and then what happens after, uh, like how he gets saved, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, okay, 
like, okay. Yeah, honestly, that was on my list of movies I wanted to see. And then the trailer came out and I saw how they pronounced the word symbiont. Or symbiote? Symbiote. Symbiote. Or symbiote. Or symbiont. I can't remember. Whatever it was, the pronunciation was so bad, I stopped wanting to see the movie (laughs) enough that I never got around to seeing it. It's (laughs) it's enjoyable. It's very enjoyable. Um, If just because you you get certain things you wouldn't expect to see. For example, you go Venom in a Mm. kind of gritty, uh, dark way. Yeah. With Tom Hardy playing Eddie Brock. Right. So what you don't expect to happen is when Eddie first hears Venom's voice inside his head, just saying, Eddie, he shrieks at a a pitch I've never heard that high anyone make before, (laughs) and jump backwards, shrieking, and knocks himself out on the bathroom wall. Like, literally, he he just jumps out of fright and shrieks and just dunk out, out like a light. Okay. And is it like a a super jump because he's got the... the no, no, it's just, it's just him backing away going, oh, God! and then, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it has nice. some very interesting back and forth dialogue in there. I really want to see like an extended cut of it because there is a problem in the film where Venom is kind of a villain for a lot of it. Um, yeah. Because, you know, symbiote uh, and doing all that, doing the whole feeding off the host kind of thing. And it's a villain, it's a villain, it's a villain, it's a villain. It's a hero, it's a hero. There's, there's no thing. It's like they realise it's basically killing Eddie because it's like feeding off of his body whilst it's on him. So they separate them. That's because it causes cancer. And then they get back together and Venom is like, oh, I want to save the world and because I like people and you've changed my heart, uh, Eddie. And I'm like, I would have loved to have seen some scenes between those two points. Mm. That, make, that makes it make sense. And I know they exist because I've seen like one of the deleted scene clip things, which is basically just uh, Venom offering uh, Eddie relationship advice. <laughs> which is just them in the back of a cab, and it's just, Eddie, may I offer you 400 million years of advice? <laughs> okay, go for it. May I offer you 400 million years of alien knowledge? Okay, go for it. Try harder not to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Again, it's so, on my so list of it, ones I'll probably catch when it comes to streaming or whatever. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a lot of things like villain, 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 anti-hero. Not even anti-hero. <laughs> so he goes full on like, hero. So he it's goes a full, full face turn. I mean, pretty much. He still eats people, but, you know. Well, that would... As face as you can be whilst eating people, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah. yes. Um, it all there was a massive there was a there was a non-event as well, which I quite was happy about. Which is, I really thought that a film that was covering this many uh, tropes of like two thousand and three, two thousand and four superhero movies, yeah. mm. um, was really going to layer on something. Basically, the whole beginning of the film, you've got Eddie's fiance's cat, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Jangles, Mr. Jingles, something like that. It's some. It's a Big fluffy cat. With a very cat name. Yeah. Yeah. And they keep talking about the fact that the cat doesn't like him. And then the Eddie and the symbiote get joined, and Eddie can only eat living things. Yeah. And I was like, oh, please don't let this be where I think it's going. And it doesn't. It does not go to the place I thought it was going. I honestly thought there was going to be a horrible scene where Venom eats the cat. Did not happen. I am glad. So... I do I, not I was, mind that spoiler. <laughs> yeah, I was I was literally just like cringing in my seat going, please don't let that happen, please don't let that happen. And it didn't. And I'm like, oh, cool. 
Yeah, I will awesome. get around to watching it at some point. Because that did happen in Shape of Water. And, uh, oh. Yeah. Did not see that either. Nope. I did. I honestly thought it was massively overhyped. I really didn't. It was all right. But did you think it was bad, or did you think it was not living up to its hype? I, I didn't think it was necessarily bad. I just thought it was like, it was so-so. It was a solid 5 out of 10. Okay, so if Kyrie calls it a 5 out of 10, it's probably a very good movie. <laughs> Del Toro has done way better. All right, I'll, that's fair <sighs> comment. Like, for a Del Toro film, it's definitely at the bottom of the barrel. Um, and it just it I mean, got it a lot of... the bottom of the barrel, because as much as I love it, Hellboy 2, The Golden Army, feels like the bottom of his barrel. Really? Oh, I love Hellboy 2. No, I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's just, as a movie, it's, it's not very good. I love I it, but it's... I wouldn't call it a bad film. It's, oh. I've got to rewatch it again. I, I need to go back to it, but I remember yeah. it being really clunky in parts. It is clunky. Like, I, I, will, I loved it because I it's love, Hellboy. I think but, yeah. because because it's not a Hellboy film, I'm, I'm probably just comparing it to Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, well... Uh, and... That's, every that's Del Toro a, movie looks bad compared to Pan's Labyrinth, more or less. That's the problem, I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, he shouldn't be so good, that's the problem. <laughs> he shouldn't I, have I, been I, so good that one time that all yeah, those other I, good things don't I look as good. I did some reading good. recently, because Rowan and I were watching through uh, the Hobbit extended versions in the run-up to warm us up for Lord of the Rings marathon at New Year's. Um, and I was doing some reading about like what Guillermo Del Toro's version of The Hobbit would have been like. Mm. Mm. Um, also, Spriter, Blade 2 is a fucking masterpiece. I was going to say, you, <laughs> there's no way Blade 2 is Del Toro's worst movie. It's one of his finest. I Absolutely. Like, in terms of films that do compare to Pan's Labyrinth, that's it's, <laughs> it's up there. <laughs> you can certainly oh. compare them. Maybe I'm just looking at Blade 2 in really favorable, favorable ways because it's not Blade Trinity. <laughs> it does have that going for it. Um, but yeah, uh, like I found out that Del Toro's version of The Hobbit was going to be two films. The first one being very storybook and childlike, and then the second, and going up to um, The Battle of Five Armies. Yeah. And then the second one being literally everything in between The Battle of Five Armies and the start of Fellowship of the Ring. Okay. And as as it was going on, it would slowly become less and less storybook, and it would until it would eventually become, uh, from like a filmmaking and like cinematic perspective, would be exactly the same as Fellowship. Hmm. So that See, it would blend over into the thing. I'm like, that that's an interesting a take. Lot better on it. than what they actually did. Now, absolutely, I've only seen one film of The Hobbit, but it seems mm. to me like they filmed both of those styles simultaneously. Yep. The very storybooky. Bilbo storyline, mm. and then all of the additional material mostly dragged in from the Silmarillion, which they tried mm. to film like a Lord of the Rings movie, and then just wildly cut between them throughout the film, giving me fucking whiplash. Yeah, which <laughs> very much is why I only saw one of them. It, it doesn't get any better it as you like go on. sounds like they took Del Toro's good idea and then went, however, with the magic of editing, we can make this completely unhelpful. And I was like, I was looking at all these, all these great ideas. Like he didn't want it because my major problem with the Hobbit films is that they don't have, well, they, they have occasional actors in costumes for the orcs and the monsters, yeah. but for the most part, it's CGI, like completely from the ground up, mm, uh, yeah. mo CGI. Whereas things, Lord of the Rings was so, uh, if it can be done practically, it's yeah. done practically. 
Whereas this uses CGI for everything. And I looked at what Tel uh, Del Toro's original idea was. It was like, it's not CGI, but it's also mostly not um, actors in prosthetics and costumes. He wanted to use animatronics. Okay. That, that's like, that a very Del Toro way to go. That would have given it such a creepy kind of like theme park ride look to it. Yeah. I'm like, that's... That would have been interesting. And I was like looking at all these great ideas he had. And then I was like, he could not put a foot wrong with this film. And then I saw who was, he originally had cast as... Um, Thorin, the, the main dwarf. Yeah. Who? Brian Blessed. She cannot put a foot wrong. That would have been amazing. I, I, I've got to say, as much as I am not a fan of the Hobbit films, Richard Armitage is fucking amazing in there. Yes. Um, but Brian Blessed would have been an interesting choice. <laughs> we, I mean, admittedly, we also, for that trade-off, we would have got we would have got Brian Blessed, yeah. but we also, instead of Benedict Cumberbatch as, as Smaug, or uh, as Malk, um we would have had Ron Perlman. Mm. So, ooh, yeah. I would have been okay mm. with that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very much the nepotistic casting where Del Toro gets his friends <laughs> yeah. in. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would have been okay with that. <laughs> That's what, so, yeah, that was also, what he does. Uh, I was going to say, that was also something of a problem with um, Aquaman, which is another film I watched <laughs> the weekend. Yeah. Which was uh, that you had the director bringing his thing. So I forgot who the director of Aquaman was until the credits came up at the end. And I was like, oh my God, it's uh, James Wan, who you will not remember. Because I don't think you'll have seen any of his films. It's not a name I know. Like The Conjuring and uh, The Nun and shit. Like, well, not, I don't think he did The Nun, but like really bad modern horror films. Okay. He is the one where he has an interesting concept leading all the way up to the reveal, which is someone in a rubber mask going, a booger, booger, booger. Yeah. And it's like, for fuck's sake, dude, that was a really great idea. And then, like, the original thing with, um, uh, I think it was Insidious, which was the idea was that um, this family, uh, their son falls into a coma. Mm. And they're like, just, they're looking after him and they're, and then weird shit starts happening around the house and they realize, oh, the house is haunted. So they move house. But the new house they moved to is also haunted and so on and so forth. And then they, re they get like an exorcist in who realizes that the houses they lived in aren't haunted. It's their child. Their son, who basically his, he has this gift where he can like kind of go on a like astrally project and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but he uh, has wandered too far and can't find his <laughs> way back. All right. Okay. So, so now his body is lying there with, essentially without a soul in it, which is very attractive to all the nearby kind of ghosts and ghouls and that kind of thing. Who want to? Who go now? Go? Oh, hey, free real estate. We can jump in there. So, oh. by virtue of that, wherever they are, would be haunted. Exactly. So it's, it's not a haunted house. It's haunted sun. Mm. And I'm like, that's a really cool idea. And then the villain is kind of this thing painted up like Darth Maul listening to Tiny Tim in a workshop. Okay. <laughs> like it just cuts to this evil workshop with red smoke everywhere, and this guy like using a fucking bandsaw, and you've just got in the background it's just. Oh, like, what the fuck am I watching I mean, here? all I need to know about Aquaman as a movie is Jason Momoa is frequently wet. He is! And very often. That sounds good to me. Sometimes he wears a leather vest and is also wet. <laughs> um, That's what I, I beat. I, I, mostly what I really enjoyed from this, from that perspective, was that uh, you had Yaya, Yaya Abdul-Mateen um, playing Black Manta. Mm -hmm. And, like, the armor for Black Manta, the... The thigh padding on it, damn, it's thick, man, <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> also, they've got mirror in it. Like, they're, they're doing the full Aquaman thing. And I'm yeah. like, okay. And I saw the trailer, 
And like the only thing that I could think of watching that trailer is DC are jealous of Thor. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we, we've also got a, a high-tech alien culture that we can do with neon lights and weird classical architecture um, i'm honestly i'm really surprised by a lot of the the, the shots in aquaman where mm. i'm like that is really impressive there's a, there's a bit where like they're in the middle of the sea and they get attacked oh, they're spoiled they're in the middle of the sea <laughs> and they get attacked by uh, these kind of the the, the oh, no I can't, remember, I can't remember if they're called the Brine or whatever it is, but like the trench-dwelling Atlanteans who are all like kind of horrifying blind fish monster people. Oh, yeah, people. yeah, yeah. And they're basically like, you get a couple of them jumping up onto the ship and you've got a fight scene with Mira and and, um, and Arthur like fighting them on the, on this boat. Uh, and then eventually they have to dive down. Hmm. So they get these, these flares because these, these things are afraid of, of light because they're from the bottom of the sea. Yes. And they dive down into the water. And I wasn't expecting this from a guy who makes kind of subpar horror films. <laughs> but like the camera sort of just slowly pans out. It does this cross-section shot of like the boat on the top of the water and then the, the ocean as they're going down into it. Mm. So you can see the surface and the ocean. And it's just completely pitch black until they start going through it and the light from the flare is going out. Mm. And it just keeps going and you just start seeing, rather than like the 10 to 15 monsters that were on the boat, it just, you realize the sea is just completely full of them. Mm. And there are hundreds of them all just like churning around on the surface and slowly following them down. You're like, oh, oh, that, mm, mm, fuck the ocean. Fuck <laughs> the ocean. Okay. Um, the ocean is a terrifying place. Absolutely. And they, they really highlight that a lot in, uh, in that film. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it, but my God, it's, the script is all over the place. The editing and the pacing is really fucked up, but I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was a load of fun. Cool. I'm, I'm up for that. <clears throat> and I believe the story was sketched out by Jeff Johns. And this, I think, is the first film of the era where he's been tapped to basically Kevin Feige, the DC universe. <laughs> mm. um, so if it is a step up in terms of its uh, movie making for DC, then... It can only be a good thing. Yeah, and also we got Willem Dafoe in it. Who is always good value. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they, they do that weird digital de-aging of, of him mm, for flashback mm. scenes. It looks really weird. Um, you also have uh, fucking uh, Dolph Lundgren in there. Really? <laughs> Looking really different to how he does... Like, I, all they do is they just dye his hair slightly red. Okay. Because he's, he's playing Mira's dad. So that he's kind of sense. got this... Yeah, yeah. Like, imagine if you had... Uh, genetically scarlet hair, yeah. like natural scarlet hair, mm. and then you went grey, like you were going grey. Yeah, yeah. So you'd have right. that, that's what it looks that like. Faded red. Yeah, mm. so it's almost pink, basically. Yeah. Uh, on Dolph Lundgren, it makes him look so much younger than he did in, in Creed Two. <laughs> Not bad. And yeah, there this are is, a few a... DC movies coming that I'm interested in, like Wonder Woman '84. I'm really yeah. intrigued by the idea of them doing it as an '80s period piece. I'm really <laughs> interested from the fucking concept of who the villain is for yeah, it. Yeah, that too. Um, Shazam is looking good. Oh, yes! Yeah. yeah. So, like, DC are now at a point where, rather than being glad there's another DC movie coming out because it's something I can make jokes about for a little while, I'm like, oh, I actually want to see that film. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a, a, a turnaround in their fortunes, I have to say. I found out today why uh, that that they, they, the actual Warner Brothers execs and stuff don't know where DC, where the DC EU tag came from. Uh, came from. Mm. The fact that you know they don't call it that internally. It, it, you know, 
DC extended universe. It, it got thrust but, upon them very much so. Mm, it was it was uh, some interviewer just just did it in a piece. I'm also interested in uh, Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Ah, yes. Because it's uh, a lot of my favourite characters. Because it's a birds of pay, uh, birds of prey movie. So you know we're talking about Huntress, Black Canary, Renee Montoya, Cassandra Cain, Black Mask. Uh, it's very much that part of the Gotham lot. God, Black Mask, hell yeah! Uh, I'm totally into. Yeah, Black Mask is going to be the main villain. Ewan oh, McGregor is playing Black Mask. <laughs> what? The fuck? Yeah. What? I mean, I, I love him, but I'd be really interested to see if he can do... I, I For me, Black Mask is always going to be Red Hood Black Mask. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that furious <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, oh, I, I kind of hope we don't see too much Joker in it. Like, let's yeah. set that aside. But I liked... I liked what Margot Robbie was trying to do with her. Like, she was working within the confines of what the script and the costuming allowed her. Mm. And given those constraints, I enjoyed her performance. Uh, and the idea that this was her going to DC and saying, I want to do a Birds of Prey movie, and then saying, well, give us something we can work with. And she was like, hi, I have a full script. I have a director attached, and I would like to begin principal photography. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'm totally up for that. Um, it should be interesting, if nothing else. Like, it feels to me like this one is going to sink or swim, and I'm going to enjoy it either way. You either go down with this yep. ship, <laughs> or you <laughs> sail it into the sunset. Exactly right. Um, I also just love that it, um, you know how uh, films do their secret filming titles, like Blue Harvest famously were Star mm, Wars's. Mm. Um, this was Fox Force 5. <laughs> the the gang of badass girls movie from, uh, from Kill Bill. Pulp Fiction. Uh, sorry, oh. sorry, from Pulp Fiction, but Kill yeah. Bill is a Fox Force 5 movie. If you look yeah. at how she described all the girls, all the girls in Kill Bill fit the archetypes. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, it's Margot Robbie doing a film about a gang of badass girls. You have the assassin, you have the superpowered one, you have the detective, you have the ninja, and it's like, okay, this is Fox Force 5. <laughs> awesome okay i like you keep up with the in jokes and they're doing a cyborg movie finally oh standalone cyborg yeah interesting which they really should have done before justice league yeah (laughs) yeah (sighs) yeah but i did see two superhero films at my weekend uh thingy The second one I saw was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I need to see that one before the year's out. Yeah. Before the week's you, out. You absolutely do. I'm, I'm, oh, it's like that or Creed 2 are really gunning for wow. the top spot. Wow, okay. Um, like, seriously, it's... Uh, the, the, uh, the scripts and pacing, and I mentioned about Aquaman, like, I loved Aquaman, but the script and pacing were kind of a bit ropey. Mm. This, so fucking tight. So well done really hits all the emotional notes really just it looks great this i'd say see it in 3d if you can really um because i watched it in 2d and there's kind of like a weird 
3D blur effect on a lot of the stuff in the background. Mm. And I don't know if it would look better if you're watching it in 3D because it just looked really kind of like, oh shit, I can't really see what that is in the background there. Maybe you're not supposed to. And so all there's that, a bit but, of false I mean, depth of field going on. Yeah, kind of like a comic book in the sense of like, if things moving in the background are just a blur yeah, yeah. and you're focusing on the stuff in the foreground. It does seem like it, it would do well for 3D with the web swing. Yes, so, yeah. Mm. I, I also, I love all the characters that get brought in. Um, Aunt May is a fucking badass. <laughs> <laughs> I've not had a problem with any of the trailers or promotional material in 2D. Mm. Um, yeah. Interesting. Like, I mean, I, I'm not saying you have to watch it in 3D. <laughs> I'm saying I watched, I watched it in 2D and I noticed this weird problem with it. Mm. So maybe if you watch it in 3D, that problem won't be there. I can't say for certain though, because okay. I, I will be going and watching it again, <laughs> probably when I'm down in Cheltenham next week. Um, so Sprite or us, which is your favourite spider? Ooh, I... I don't want to say Spider Noir. Oh, Nick, I know who my favorite Spider Man is from that. I know who my favorite Spider Man is from that film. It's the it's the post credit stinger Spider Man, which is not a spoiler, but it's it's basically you have the 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 the, the, the stinger is not a spoiler, right? The the stinger is basically for people. Do people mind if I mention what it is, even though it's not a spoiler? Or do people want to go and see it? <laughs> I want to just test before I say anything. I don't mind. I can't speak for the chat room, but I certainly don't mind. Jack? I don't mind. Okay, cool. I'll put my hand down when I've stopped talking about it. <laughs> That'll be useful for so, people listening to the podcast. Oh, shit, yeah, I forgot this isn't just a live show. Yeah, just skip forward, like, 30 seconds or so. Um, basically, you have, like, it all in the black and then you have uh, just a voice talking and saying oh you know there's this a multiverse problem and all that sort of stuff I know what we need to do we need to go to Earth 62 and then it just it's Spider-Man is it like 2197 or whatever it is the the, the, the Spider-Man that's got all the kind of blue and red spikes oh, on him and everything yeah Miguel goes back in time to Spider-Man animated 1960s <gasps> and, and it's just and he finds Spider-Man from that and it's just, and Spider-Man, you know that meme does, of the two Spider-Man Spider pointing at each other? Does point at him? He points and at him and says, who back. are you? And he points back and says, I'm you, but from the, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a you from the future. And the, and the uh, Spider-Man 62 is pointing, going, hey, don't point, that's very rude. And they just go back and forth pointing at each other. You pointed first. No, you pointed first. And then it just cuts, you've got like a cop watching them and J. Jonah oh, James is like, I don't understand which one of them pointed first. Spider-Man pointed first. <laughs> that is the stinger. Oh, that's awful. And, I and love so I'm putting it. my hand down. Oh my God. But yeah, you've basically got, to begin with, you've got three spider people. Um, so you've got Miles Morales, you've got Peter B. Parker, uh, and you've got uh, Gwen. Mm. Peter B. Parker. Uh, yes. Peter B. Parker. Okay. What I really love is that basically every time you get, uh, you get introduced to a spider person, it's, Basically, it just cuts them going, okay, let's run through this one last time. My name's Peter Parker. I was bitten by a radioactive spider, and for the last six years, I've been the only Spider-Man. Is like the introduction to the first one. Mm, right. Then you got Peter B. Parker. It was just, my name's Peter B. Parker. I was bitten by a radioactive spider, and for the last 22 years, I've been the only Spider-Man. Oh. So he's the kind of, like, out of shape, older The one uh, we see from the trailers. Yes, mm. the one from the trailers. Right. Um, you've also got Gwen, uh, who... You know, I've been by Radio X Spider. I joined a band, did this, did this, uh, lost my best friend. You got like her holding Peter Parker from her world. Yeah. Uh, you know, and for the last, I think it's two years, I've been the only Spider. I've been the only Spider Woman. Yeah. Um, but then you've also got Spider Noir, which is I forget what is the name of the character. Like his actual name is because uh, 
In my world, it's 1935, and I punch Nazis. A lot of Nazis. <laughs> I drink whiskey. A lot of whiskey. Oh, and it's just, and you've got uh, you've got Spider Ham, who is from the cartoon universe. Yes. Who was bitten by a radioactive pig. Yep. Um, and has like hammer space. His 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 like last line in that film is fucking amazing. Just going as Mars Morales and giving him a big cartoon hammer, being like, "I want you to have this. It'll fit in your pocket." <laughs> <laughs> And you have Patty Parker from uh, the sort of futuristic anime uh, Spider-Man, where she flies around in a uh, in a mech suit powered by a spider that was designed by her father. Do you mean Penny Parker? Penny Parker, sorry, sorry. Uh, so yeah, and you've got them, and just like they have all three of those characters introduce themselves simultaneously. So their whole origin stories are like uh, running alongside one another, interviewing, uh, like jumping between each other. And then you just, it'll cut to, and I can do this, and I can do this. And in my universe, there's this, but in my universe, there's this. And it's just Spider-Noir going, sometimes I light a match and let it run down to my fingers just so I can feel something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Yeah, it's, uh, and the the ending credits are fucking glorious as well. There's so many spiders, so many (laughs) Spidermans. Um, it's, it's amazing. It's like, oh my God, so some of the, some of the script in it is just so fucking fresh. It's really you'll, you'll confirmed have co- for a sequel, hasn't it? Oh God, I hope so. But it's, you know, it's confirmed for Miles to have his own film. Yeah. Out, out of context, you'll have a line of a police radio saying, be on the lookout for a child dressed as Spider-Man stealing the corpse of a homeless man. <laughs> um, and also, yeah, like like them running through a plan of like, okay, step one, we'll do this. Then step two is this. Step three is this. And it's like they're talking about how to sneak into this lab to steal something. And it's uh, step three, uh, take out the scientist in charge of the project. And it's like uh, in his head, it's Peter Parker, like looming down over this guy sitting at a computer. And you've got Miles Brown to say, oh, I think it was this uh, lady that I saw on this uh, on, on this video thing. And you see her walk past him in, in the plan of his mind. And he's just like, oh, step four, I reevaluate my personal biases. <laughs> I'm like, ah, cool. I like that. But she is one of my favorite characters. I won't say who she is, but man, awesome. Okay. Cool. I have to see this film then. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Any other movies we've seen? Did you see Overlord? No. As one of the horror films for the year. Yeah, I did not see that. What did I see? No, like literally like that's everything I saw. Isn't that meant to be part of the um, Cloverfield universe? Oh, possibly. Really? I, I thought there was already a... Wasn't there Cloverfield Paradox this year as well? Yep. Does that mm. mean there's two Cloverfield movies this year? I'm sure I, I heard something about it being... Essentially tied I mean, it's a J.J. Abrams on. thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, de- shit, Death of Stalin was this year, apparently. It was, again, that's on my list of films I meant to go and see and didn't Fuck. watch. That, that is great. Yeah, I've heard lots of good really, things about it. That's why really I wanted to see it. Good. Yeah, um, that's, that's got to be up there in my top list as well. Like, um, damn. Um, I'm just going through the things that weren't listed on like the, the quick rundown of things going on this year. Truth or Dare is another horror film I saw this year. Okay. Um, which was... Interesting, uh, good, good little concept for it. Imagine if a game of Truth or Dare was possessed by a demon. <laughs> I mean, that I guess you've got to have a concept for your horror movie. That, yeah, it's a simple one. You can see directly how that leads into horror. 
Absolutely. I, I, I was absolutely expect. Oh, I did have an idea as well where I was like, I was thinking, I wonder how long it will be before there is a horror movie about an escape room. Oh, yeah, oh, I saw not, a trailer for that. Yeah, That's got to have happened, surely. Yeah, well, it, but there is out. a film coming out the, next year called The Escape Room, well, which yeah, is basically just, it's just Saw, but in an escape room. Yeah, I'm like, yeah I was going to say it would basically was an be escape Saw. Room. Yeah. Um, and that was, yeah. God, I, I did not watch the first Purge, but then I haven't watched the other Purges either, so I feel like I wouldn't <laughs> have been able to keep up with the, uh, the plot. Quite a few movies coming up next year that I've tentatively got my eye on. Yeah. If we're done with this year. I think sure. we might be. And he also did not watch The Nun, which was James Wan, which is what he did right before <laughs> Aquaman. Because <laughs> there's um, Alita coming out early next yes, year. Yes, Alita. Oh, dear. Captain Marvel. Yep. The Lego Movie 2. Yes, actually, that's on my list. I want to see that. Yeah. Shazam. 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 Hellboy. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go see the final How Train, Train Dragon movie. Uh, Avengers Endgame, of course. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep. I, I will be going to see it. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Detective Pikachu. Oh, God. <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, Men in Black International. Kind of want to see it. Oh, I had not. It's, it's Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson running around being, as Zoe says, the bisexual dream. Yeah. I'm all for that. Nice. John Wick 3. Oh my god, I've seen one photo from John Wick 3 and I'm already in love with it. <laughs> I, I have not seen a single John Wick movie yet. Leave it alone. <gasps> but I like, I'm, I'm into the idea. Yeah. However, I have gotten into the idea late enough in the journey. Hmm. That I want to do with it what I did with Lord of the Rings. Okay. There will be a cinema showing an all three movie back to back marathon. Right. Let me know if that happens near you, and I will come down and watch that because I fucking love John Wick. If Whitworth it doesn't one. happen at the Prince Charles Cinema, I'll be very surprised. Cool. So I am I'm keeping an eye on their scheduling, and I want to go to a back to back all three John Wick movies with uh, like yeah. a twenty minute break in between them for coffee. That sounds that, cool. that is what I want. Because I, they well do that a that. lot. Like They used to, for every Marvel movie, they would do a back-to-back -back of every Marvel movie. I think they stopped that now because it's gotten ridiculous. Yes. Uh. <laughs> like, jo John Wick, you would probably really like, because it's, as a film, it, it's a really, really enjoyable film. It's, it's really, really fucking stylish and amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it feels mostly like someone going, here's a great idea for just a world to set a World of Darkness RPG in. <laughs> Ooh, like, I hadn't heard it described here, that way. Here are all these internal rules about this, this um, brotherhood of assassins and criminals. Mm. Um, and we're not going to explain what they are, what these rules are. But we but, know what they are. But we know what they are. And by showing you what's going on, mm. we like... John Wick has a big briefcase full of gold doubloons, essentially like that. Mm. And he keeps, he just gives them to people in certain things. They, they'll do certain things. So he's just like, all right, where do these come from? Doesn't matter. In this world, the criminal people have, they trade in these gold coins and they do them for services rendered and that sort of thing. Right. And I love that. It's not going, you That's don't have to get a Zoe long was story. Saying earlier about internal consistency and world building are good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I just, yeah, the, there's certain things where you just don't, you, they mention certain rules and things like that. But it's it's not done in a, an exposition way. Mm. It's done in like just in terms of how these characters would talk to one another. What I love about the second film is that he goes to he goes to Rome to to the hotel where all these assassins stay at in Rome, 
And the the person the, the, the concierge there when he walks in, just his face falls when he walks in. And it's like, oh, Mr. Wick. And then says to him in Italian, you're not here to kill the Pope, are you? <laughs> <laughs> like John Wick, when it first came out, completely passed me by. John Wick yeah. 2 passed me by because I didn't care enough to catch up with John Wick. Yeah. Um, and then Atomic Blonde came out. Oh yeah, that. yeah, and like for the making of that, Shirley's was training alongside Keanu because it was made by the second unit director of John Wick. Yeah, uh, same fight choreographers. Yeah, and everyone was like, "Well, if you like Atomic Blonde, you should watch John Wick. It's Keanu Reeves doing the same shit." And I'm like, "Huh? I probably yeah. should watch it." <laughs> it's a very, very, very brutal. Film. It's got Kevin Nash in it as well. <laughs> And then I saw three was coming, and I was like, "Well, Prince Charles will do a marathon." Yeah, the uh, only shot I've seen of guaranteed. John, the only shot shot I've seen of John Wick three is just Keanu Reeves like with big cuts all over him, mm. riding a horse down an American high street <laughs> with a shotgun in one hand. I'm like, "Yes, I'm okay with all this." All right, cool, sure. <laughs> oh, there's, there's a Joker new... movie. I won't be watching that. There's a new shaft. What? There's a new shaft movie coming out. And yes, the second It movie. I I really enjoyed the first one. So uh... and and the body horror Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh, oh, oh God! I know we mentioned this last episode, but I keep I kept seeing pictures of it. It took me at least three or four days to just go. Oh, this isn't actually a joke or a meme or something like that. Like this is actually happening. This is to to quote fucking like Rosemary's Baby here. Like this is no dream. This is really happening. And as it came up earlier, um, Jumanji three coming oh. out next year. Wait, three or four? Well, you had Jumanji. Yeah. Then you had Jumanji Rumble in the Jungle. You had uh, Zathura oh, as well, which Zathura. was the space yeah. space Jumanji. No, that's not Jumanji. That's a separate that's, IP that's... that is basically a remake of Jumanji. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So Welcome to the Jungle is two, this is three. Okay. And Zatharis or whatever it was called is a different thing. Zathras. Sephora's a makeup brand. Zathras. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dark Phoenix next year. Is it? Yeah. I've not seen Apocalypse. Is it? Although th- this, list I'm, this list I'm looking at also lists uh, the new mutants coming out next year, and I'm fairly certain that got cancelled. Oh, yeah, it might have done. But... It got very cancelled. Okay, I didn't know Dark Phoenix was next year. I probably won't Apparently. bother. Is there um, a new Terminator next year? Oh yes, yes, is there? there is. And there is. Oh my angels. god! Oh my god, dude! Like I, I've seen one production shot from it, and I, I if I can find it, I will show you because I, I was like, oh great, another Terminator film, not really all that bothered, and then I saw like one production shot from it, and I was like, yes, I will take this and I will run with it. Tim Miller directing. Uh, was this the one of Mackenzie Davis and Linda Hamilton looking fucking badass? Possibly. I mean, this isn't the one that I've just put in there now, but it's it's close enough. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, like, okay, sold. Arnie's still in it. Yeah, of course yeah. he is. Like, like, if there's anything you can rely on in a Terminator movie, it's they're never yeah. going to let that man die. You yeah. leave Pops alone. <laughs> in, in, in fucking Genesis, he is referred to as Pops. I'm pretty sure that they have... Sign, uh, sewn up legal rights to his likeness for long after he's dead. I'm sure God. he will be the Terminator for decades after his death. Yeah. And of course, yeah. the new Star Wars. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. Last Which will be the, la- the last of the. Wait, what? I'm last also... of the universe? Last of the universe? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, that one's 
probably the one that's given me the the second largest degree of what <laughs> the, the first one being the mm. fact that they're doing cats as a movie i mean to be fair cats. like see, uh, musicals being made into big high budget With movies taylor swift oh, oh no well you know what you know what they often cast actors who can't sing in musicals. I'm, I'm pointing at, like, right, Phantom of the Opera, and they cast Gerard Butler as the fucking lead, mm. and Les Mis, and they cast Russell Crowe. Neither of those two men can sing. <laughs> it's so, a weird-ass cast. You've got Ian McKellen is in there. Interesting. James Corden. Idris okay. Elba. Ooh. Judy Dench. Rebel Wilson. Uh-huh. Like, this is a weird cast, but okay. We're getting an Adams Family remake slash sequel. Yeah, it's an animation. I mean, yeah, it's weird looking. Why? I've not seen anything about it. Yeah, why? Because Raúl Julia is Gomez. Like, yeah. If if anyone has to have a second crack at it, Oscar Isaac is probably Oscar the right Isaac. person. I was just yeah. thinking that. Yeah. Um, but without. Rahulia and Angelica Houston, what are you doing? Why are you yeah. doing this? Um, because, uh, I mean, Shelley Theron is great, don't get me wrong, I really yeah. like Shelley Theron. I was just talking about how much I loved Atomic Blonde, and I mm. loved Fury Road, and, uh, but she's not an Adams. Mm. We got a, a sequel to Happy Death Day, uh, if anyone watched that. Nope. I assume not. There is it's- a sequel to Zombieland coming. There is, is which, yeah, great, awesome. I quite liked that first one, and also a remake of Pet Cemetery. They're making a feature film based on "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" Well, they already did Goosebumps, so yeah, I guess. Yeah, why not? But, I guess why, you know from there. But happy to go back to Masters d- of the Universe. What the fuck? Yeah, like <laughs> who is involved in this project? Uh, hang on, because uh, I cannot find it listed anywhere on the list I'm looking at. It also looks like New Mutants was not cancelled. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or not. I'm really excited about it, if only because I'm excited about them going, hey, let's do a superhero movie that isn't an action superhero movie. Let's do a superhero movie that is a horror film. Thank you, C. Windsor. C. Windsor has linked me to the IMDb page. This is very in pre-production, isn't it? Mm. I mean, it's just got a picture of the cartoon series as the... Ooh, that ain't coming out next writer. year. Yeah. That is not coming out next year. <laughs> no. That is very not coming out next year. No, it, was, it wasn't so much about coming out next year, just the fact of it's a new Masters of the Universe. I was like, what? Ooh, it's a remake of Masters of the Universe versus the Snake Men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's favourite Masters of the Universe movie. What the fuck? Okay, well, more on that story as it develops. I have a feeling that is not the last time that gets talked about on this podcast. <laughs> I'm also just looking at it. It's got eight writers for the script, right? <laughs> That's always a good but, like, sign. The bottom two are original scripts. So they wrote a script that was then edited. But the f- person who first wrote the script has changed their name since writing the script. So... <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad Alternatively, thing. Alternatively, if it's a remake, is original script the script it's based on? Uh, uh, maybe? I don't know how movies work. I'm not an actor, <laughs> I just play one on TV. Well, 
Christopher Yost, the guy who, I mean, you say changed the name, it just means they were credited under a different name. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, okay, um, also wrote for both Star Wars Rebels and Thor Ragnarok, so I'm not worried about oh, his sweet. involvement. Hmm. Yeah. Because that's, that's some good material right there. Oh, also Thor the Dark World. Well, yeah, two out of three is not yeah. bad. Yeah. The, 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 the major, remember, the major problem with Thor the Dark World was that the villain was too competent. Yes. Not cinematic enough. He was like, yeah. I should set events into motion and then await their inevitable outcome. Wait, are you not going to attack the hero? No, don't need to. I not see, with my plan. I want to see a goddamn... I want to see a Malekith cut of Thor's Dark World. It's just, <laughs> the first half an hour is the same, and then the last hour and a half is just fucking Christopher Eccleston twiddling his thumbs. <laughs> All coming together. All as planned. <laughs> oh shit, it didn't come together. Oh, now I'm dead. <laughs> Bums. One of the writers for Masters of the Universe, oh shit, I've just had a look at their list. Oh no! And it's all pre-production, and it's I. I knew they were doing a new short circuit. I thought it was a terrible oh, idea, but no. I knew they were doing Why? it. But also, visionaries, knights of the magical light. No. Yes. <laughs> I love the visionaries. And mobile armored strike command. <laughs> oh yes, the Hasbro. The Hasbro it's Cinematic the Hasbro Universe. Cinematic the Hasbro Universe. Of She's course. one of the writers. Wait, is, wait, he is he Matt Hasbro? Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh shit! This is yeah. the start of the Hasbro Cinematic Universe. Well, I mean, GI Joe was the start of the Cinematic Universe, so technically we're gonna have He-Man versus GI Joe somewhere down the line. Oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> it all falls into place. It's all making sense. Oh my god! When are we getting Goya new? Goya is attached. What? Goya? Yes. That can't be right. <laughs> this, this is oh, it's it's IMDb. It's like Wikipedia. This must all be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse we, we, to believe this is all accurate information. We we can but hope. <laughs> um, but I forgot what I was. There was a thing. There was the stuff we were talking about. Cinematic universes. Hasbro. Oh yeah. When are we getting a new Power Rangers movie? That's what I want to know. Isn't that like last year? Uh, yes. Oh, so what? you're you're wondering when the next one is? Yeah, I don't know. How did the last one do? Uh, really badly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably going to go some way to answer your question, isn't it? And it was also really fucking good. <laughs> I can't even find the last one listed in IMDb. Wow. Oh yeah, there it is. It was uh, found it. Yeah, I, that one passed me by completely. It was really good. I, I remember, really, all really I remember good. about that was when the trailer came out and I was like, is this Animorphs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then it wasn't. Animorphs, there's something we can do with it. And you know, you know what, <laughs> they're, they're going to hear us, so this is going to be the new you version of Steam. You fate there. Oh yeah, it's going to be the new version of the Steam sale, it's just Animorph movies. <laughs> we can but hope. Yeah. But what you should take away from this is that the Power Rangers movie was really good. It wasn't as good as the fan film. No. I never saw the fan film. Yeah, the one that starred Katie Sackhoff mm. as yeah. uh, Pink Ranger, whose name escapes me. Kimberly. Kimberly, yes. Come on. That was a really Come on, man. <laughs> I, I never watched the Power Rangers. I was the wrong generation. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. It just, it was a little bit too late for me. You couldn't even watch it ironically. I mean, I'm getting to the point where I think I can, but, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't. Okay. Cool. So anything else we want to talk about? In, like, let's not talk about politics, for God's sake. No, no, a lot no, no, of no, that no, happened no. in 2018, but the oh, last, no, 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 no. Curry. No. The last bit of news about the sequel was yeah. in August this year, uh, Hasbro announced they'd be working with a film studio to develop the follow-up. So, at least they have talked about it this year to say that they are going to be, that they are talking about making a sequel. Right. Oh, there's a thing in the chat. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Fun has, but it's a whole lot of fun. There's prizes to be won. <laughs> <laughs> it's a quiz. It's a race. It's a really wacky place. <laughs> and oh. it had go-karts. It did. That was a weird-ass show. Pat Sharp is a really lovely bloke. Yeah, I've he heard is. that. Yeah, he's a really good DJ as well. I have also heard that. I have not he, heard his he, DJing, but I have heard that about him. He DJs sci-fi conventions in rural North Wales. <laughs> yeah. I have heard that about him. Mostly yeah. from you. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> Hello, Caden. Apparently Caden has done something horrible. I, I feel blessed I can't actually smell it, but... Oh. Not yet, was it, anyway. Was that meow of him going, look upon my work, more? <laughs> it's more likely I have done something awful, you deal with it. He does that. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting old so I can do that to people. <laughs> and on that note, I think I have other things I need to go and do. <laughs> Enjoy! <laughs> so thank you for joining us, everyone. If you want to tune in live, uh, you can catch us 8pm on a Wednesday UK time at twitch.tv slash dangerously unprepared. And from there you will find links to all of our stuff, but you can find us on Twitter at unprepared show and you can find us on Facebook by searching for dangerously unprepared. Uh, you can probably find us other places. YouTube. You can find us YouTube by searching for dangerously unprepared. It's mostly just the Twitch videos at the moment, but yeah. I'm going to add more. Kaden. Kaden. Although next, next Wednesday will be, uh, yeah, next Wednesday will be Boxing Day. Yes, so we will not be recording on Wednesday next Wednesday. But I will be around with nothing to do on that Wednesday, because I'll be home and not at work. Ooh. So if I waylay you in Cheltenham this weekend, mm -hmm. Simon, and I write down your wisdom on how to work <laughs> streaming... Yes, yes, I can help uh, with then, that, yep. Then on the Wednesday, Boxing Day, I can do a stream of a video game or something. That sounds like a lot of fun. I shall certainly do that. I'm thinking either soul, something to do with vampires. I'm thinking either Soul Reaver or Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. Cool. That sounds good. Oh, God. I just remember uh, Christmas sort of thing. Kyrie, have, you, have you seen uh, the amazingness that is the, uh, the Night Before Metal Gear? I have heard of The Night Before Metal Gear. I've also seen someone's done like a... They've voice acted it, like the cast of the yeah, thing? Yeah, David Hayter and Cam Clark. Oh my god. <laughs> Marvelous. Are together, are together uh, reprising their roles as liquid and solid. Excellent. Funny, funny enough, in other Metal Gear news, uh, Cody Rhodes recently appeared at a Ring of Honor event cosplaying as uh, Venom Snake. Yeah, huh. I mean, wrestlers cosplaying has been everything this year. I'm just like, wait, what the? F what? There has been massive amount of cosplaying being done by wrestlers this year, and and not just the new day, not just the new day, <laughs> not just the new day, no. uh, and Alexa Bliss, who also always does it. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's been all over the place this year. So I I kind of love that to be honest, because yeah. I, I love 
people realizing that all wrestlers are nerds. They are not jocks. They are nerds with muscles. Yeah. <laughs> they certainly are now, anyway. I, I still, I can never remember who it was, but I think it was Cena who, when explaining this phenomenon, was like, really? You, you think these, these people who like to put on fancy costumes, pick up some secret identities, and then tell stories about good versus evil with superhuman feats of strength and reflexes. <laughs> You're surprised they read comic books. Okay. Okay. Uh, if that's a surprise to you, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, so yes, you cannot catch this show next week, but maybe something. And until then, you have been listening to Dangerously Unprepared. I have been Simon. I have been Jack. And I've been Kyrie. And Katie has been disgusting. It has reached me. Uh, <laughs> so, there we go. Thank Merry you for joining Christmas. us and goodbye. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas and a Happy New Year.